from Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Well, as we often say, I guess we always say it, we go away for a couple of days and major things happen. By the time we get back, uh, good Monday morning, seven minutes past the hour, early in the morning on the job. And you might have an inkling of what I'm going to open up with. I must. I mean, it's last thing I said, Chuck Malamut, Margie, me, Pam, Chuck's wife, we were all together. And I said, hey, Chuck, is this going to result in, I mean, it just just seems like this is what happens. When it happens once, it doesn't stop there. So Silicon Valley Bank has failed. In 48 hours, two banks have now failed. Signature Bank on top of that. And let's talk for a moment about Silicon Valley Bank. You may have never heard of Silicon Valley Bank. I have. It's just the nature of what I do. And I know pretty lot about them. For example... More than 40% of all startup companies in America use Silicon Valley Bank. My son knows someone who wasn't paid on Friday that works for a startup company that until five minutes ago thought things were fantastic. It just gives you an idea. And we talk about this a lot in this game called life where you can think things are spectacular and it can go sideways, I mean, so fast. Silicon Valley Bank was sporting like $220 billion in assets and allegedly a very healthy balance sheet. And here's another creepy thing. If you're about to go belly up, don't be selling all kinds of shares of your stock right before and don't pay bonuses hours before your bank fails because keep in mind they didn't know now the federal government and and again in keeping with the biden administration's mode of operation to lie about everything they're making it so very clear it's not a bailout however if fdic on deposits so depositors are insured up to $250,000. However, as of this morning, when bank hours are official in less than a couple of hours, every single depositor will have all of their money available. And I'm telling you, that's a really big deal because at best, people were going to be able maybe to get back 50%, 50 cents on the dollar. I heard about one major famous star, and I can't prove it, so I won't say his or her name, but allegedly had $600 million in uh, SVB, Silicon Valley Bank. Signature Bank, which is involved in the cryptocurrency industry, they have failed. So two banks... Within 48 hours, 
And but it ripples all over the place. I saw that Etsy, which is um, a company that you see online, I, I imagine if you travel on the space, Facebook or any social media platform or on the internet, you see Etsy. People make purchases there, creative stuff and very diverse items. Etsy payments are being delayed. That's just one example. Guarantee you there are many. President Biden will speak at 8 a.m. this morning, so we'll be able, maybe we'll jip it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll join that in progress when it happens. But from $220 billion in assets to belly up. You know, I just I just wish they would be honest. They won't they won't say it's a bailout, but if you're guaranteeing well beyond what is guaranteed, what would you call that? Of course it's exactly a bailout, but they can't say it's a bailout because they don't want to be on the hook for bailing out. Had this not happened, what I would have opened with was California. You talk about getting a free pass. I am so sick and tired of Democrat elected officials that get a complete free pass when they fail miserably in their job. You know, as Gavin Newsom wants to run the country, they're going on three weeks with areas of California with no electrical power. People are literally dying and they're not even admitting it. A 93-year-old woman froze to death in her home. I mean, there's terrible things that are going on. And you don't, and, and Gavin Newsom went away. He took off for somewhere nice and warm. These people are unconscionable. And what they get away with, still the president hasn't gone to the train derailment site in Ohio with all these people that are dealing with toxins and problems and sickness. It's just, it, it is, it's unimaginable to me that they get away with this stuff. So you can imagine tomorrow, it's going to be interesting. It's almost perfect. You know, if we had Chuck on this morning, he could give his fabulous Cracker Jack reporting on exactly what's going on, but it actually would be much better tomorrow. Because there'll be one day of our markets. And I'll tell you a few hours ago, the Dow futures were actually up. Now they're down now. At least last time I looked. They were down 100 and something. Then it was under 100. But a few hours ago, I would say around 3 o'clock this morning, Dow futures were actually up. And I I interpreted that. I, I didn't have anything to draw from. But I interpreted that from being that the government has assured all depositors that all of their money will be available this morning. Now, when they initially spoke about this, it wasn't it was very cryptic, sort of along the lines of some of your funds would be available this morning. But that that was fairly quickly revised to all of your funds. So they, you know, obviously they met over the weekend and discussed what what they should do and 
I mean, we haven't we haven't had anything like this. And please, let's let's pray that this is not the beginning of 2008 and 2009 revisited. You know, the, the, the one beautiful thing about the human experience, we, we can forget what that was like, but that was terrible. And again, because of the nature of what I do for a living, I so vividly remember day after day coming in and taking phone calls on and off the air. People that were having their credit cards closed. They had never missed a payment in their life. Credit cards closed. You were lucky if they just crushed your credit limit, your credit line. I I know many people that had credit limits that were reduced to just like $50 over what you owed. So not only did that demolish your access to credit, but it also crushed your credit score because maybe you had a nice manageable uh, debt to equity ratio with a lot of your credit line available, but they took it all away and then leave you at 90 some percent of your credit line used up. And if you've ever looked at your report, your credit report, if you have an account that's 90% or greater, if you have a 100-hour line of credit and 90-plus is spent, that hurts your credit score tremendously, big time. The perfect debt-to-equity is arguable. Anything under 50% is acceptable, but that's pretty high. You know, they kind of want it to be... 25% or less. Thing about credit is you don't use it, you lose it. Banks will close them if you don't use them for a certain period of time. Some will send you a letter and say that if you don't use this by this date, they usually give you a few weeks, maybe close to a month. And if you don't use it, they close it. Some, you just get the letter in the mail, boom, closed. And then that hurts your credit score Because say it was a a credit card that you had for 20, 30 years, 10 years, 15 years, something long, your length of credit is also part of your credit score. And that would affect the um, average credit length that you have in years. So when I left Chuck Saturday night, it was one with hopes that there would be no more. Now it is two within 48 hours. Hate to say it, but wouldn't it be shocking if there wasn't more? Would you be more surprised if there was or wasn't more? Because there's a ripple effect to all of this as well. We'll be back. Don't go away. 18 minutes past the hour. It is the Hurley in the Morning program. I can tell you, open forum next hour. Can't wait. Bob Progner on a fabulous event in Florida that regretfully we had an opportunity to go to. But once again, I'm not complaining, but my job gets in the way and I couldn't do it. I had made a promise uh, to be somewhere else and I'm not complaining. And I'm glad that we did it. And we've done it for a number of years now. We hope to be invited back again next year. But I couldn't go. 
I would have gone. I would have gone to this. Bob will tell us all about it coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. 9 o'clock hour, Mayor Charles Kane, the Auto Plaza at Galloway Township, and Kane's Custom Cards. This is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 South Jersey's number one news talk radio station. Yes, all because of you, and we know it. Fox News commentary. Just when we thought the View table talk couldn't go any lower, Jane Fonda opens her mouth and goes there. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. Are you paying attention to China, Russia, and Ukraine? Any reminders of the Cold War days? If you've been on the fence about buying gold and silver, now is the time to make the call. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it as easy as one, two, three. Call Oxford Gold right now and ask about bonus opportunities you may be eligible for. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L-D. Don't expect much from the ladies of The View or their liberal guests, but last week Jane Fonda pulled up a chair at the table and went lower than low. When asked what could be done to stop pro-life legislation and pro-life legislators, Jane Fonda said, and I quote, well, I've thought of murder. And she doubled down when asked to repeat herself, quipping once again, murder. Not only is her comment disgraceful, it's really quite ironic. In order to protect the right to murder an unborn child, Jane Fonda ponders murdering pro-life politicians? There's quite the affinity for murder on the left and it's worth pointing out. But furthermore, the fact that Jane Fonda felt so comfortable pledging violence against her political rivals just goes to show how utterly disgusting the radical left and especially the Hollywood left has stooped. You know, it's one thing to be pro-choice and advocate your position, but it's quite another to wish harm or even death on those with whom you disagree. I'm thousand. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 25 minutes past the hour. We'll get to some more national issues coming up after the bottom of the hour break. Let me share with you a couple of uh, local items, but one of them is statewide, but had a local uh, flavor to it. The annual New Jersey GOP statewide leadership summit was held in Atlantic City at Harris. It was at Harris last year as well. Friday night, I did not make. Saturday, I was there, uh, participated on a very nice panel about the media and messaging. And it was a great, uh, very well-run, uh, well-rounded and well-run panel session. New Jersey GOP Chairman Bob Hugan, as he did last year, this year again, moderated the uh, segment. And it was well-attended and it was well-received. And actually, a few nice people uh, came up to me after the uh, this, the session, and I met some nice people that I hadn't known before and saw a lot of people that I've known for a long time. Uh, actually, there, another part of the state asked me to uh, to come and speak, which I told them that I would, and we're, we're going to look at a few dates, and I'll keep you posted on what's happening there. But very, very well done. Kellyanne Conway was there on Friday night. I heard great things about it. You had uh, Congressman Van Drew. You had Senator Palestina, Senator Testa, uh, Assemblyman Guardian, and Swift. A whole lot of um, like a who's who, really statewide in terms of Republican leaders. Uh, great event. And that's the reason we did not... Uh, and could not even consider making the trek to uh, to Florida, which I would have loved to have done. 
I have been debriefed, and I think you're going to find Bob's presentation coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning about Tucker Carlson's speech and Q&A at uh, an event in Florida, a very, uh, how, how do you say this, uh, exclusive event. I think you're going to find it very, very interesting. What else? Oh, ho, 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 ho. Uh, Chuck and Pam and Margie and your humble, unassuming superhero, your public servant, uh, we ventured to my old stomping ground, the former Trump Castle Casino Resort by the Bay. I dined in a restaurant that the last time I dined there, and and keep in mind, I basically worked in those days, seven days a week. I dined in that restaurant a minimum of probably... I pretty much split my dinners. They were usually with Tom Cantone, Lyndon Stockton, and a few other people uh, that we would have a pretty regular uh, dinner appointment with. And we would split it usually between the Castle Steakhouse, which had the finest soup. It was served in an actual bread bowl that was hollowed out but still some of the bread inside, of course, and the outside uh, texture part of the bread. And the lid was cut off and put back on the top of the bread. So it was like a lid. It was, And then inside was the most savory, delicious beef soup. The beef just melted in your mouth. It was so incredibly tender. It was like filet mignon in this beef stew soup. It was not a stew, though. It was called, it was Castle Steak Soup. And it actually, we, we learned over time, was actually a recipe of Hilton. And it became Castle Steak Soup. But it was a Hilton recipe. Oh, I would love to have that again. I got to find out if that exists anywhere still. Fabulous. So we, we split our time between the Castle Steakhouse and Portofino. Portofino with the homemade pasta. I would have like a, a mild lobster fra diablo. I just didn't want it too hot. I like flavor, but I don't want too much spice. And they would just cut up a beautiful lobster tail that would be on top of it. This amazing homemade pasta. You know the difference. Sauce was amazing. And it was just a fabulous favorite meal of mine. So I loved Portofino as well. But the last time I was in this particular space to dine, it was the Castle Steakhouse. And it is now Vic and Anthony's Steakhouse under General Manager Sal Spina, who we've basically have known about a lifetime. Uh, he runs a wonderful restaurant. We, If you want to go to my Facebook page, I can't do the review on air uh, and do justice to it. To, to I don't have the time. But check out the review that we did on my Facebook page. Every word of it true and a whole bunch of photos of appetizers, main entrees, and the desserts, all fabulous. I mean, a we had a perfect dining experience. So for the guy who doesn't get out much, I was at Harris during the day. And then the Golden Nugget, this Golden Nugget, not my Golden Nugget, 
but yet at the property that I loved so much. If you could, I'll tell you, if you could love an inanimate object, I'm not, I'm not into the belief that you can love an inanimate object, but if you could, I loved it there. Second to this, the greatest job I've ever had. The action, the ability to work with a team, to help people, help guests, uh, create an experience, just was so challenging and yet so incredibly rewarding. And I'm I'm confident of this. If and I, and don't get me wrong, I, I chose. I, I'm very fortunate that when I've been at these. Um, you know, mile markers, like Yogi Berra would say, when you get to a fork in the road, take it. Whenever I've gotten to moment of truth, big decisions, I've always been able to make the right decision. You know, I would love to say it's sheer brilliance and all of this. Some of it, though, is your gut. And at a very young age, it was was really hard to um, to voluntarily give that up. It's one thing you get shown the door. Hey, look, you did a good job or you suck. Get out. Uh, it's a tough business. But to voluntarily leave something you worked for for more than a decade was one of the toughest decisions I ever made. But in the end, though, it really wasn't, though. You know, I, I, I sort of I sort of say it that way, but I don't feel that way. It was it it was hard to leave in a sense because you worked towards something and you achieved it and you loved it or strongly in like with it if you can't love it. But it was just an easy decision. I wanted a new challenge and I also wanted to make sure that I didn't lose my family because of my job. Don't ever do that. You'll never, I don't care if, if I'm talking to a younger person or an older person right now, you'll never regret time that you spent with your children, your spouse, grandchildren. You'll only regret if you didn't. So what a what a fortunate moment, moment of truth that was. But I have to say, and again, it would just be an alternative universe. If I was a single person, that was the job for me. I could have stayed in that job easily for a lifetime. Wouldn't even have needed any other promotion. I know people get itchy. Oh, you're the vice president of operations. You know, you want to be the president or you want to be this, you want to be that. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, it, it, to me, it was it was the, the best job in the hotel. Some would say it's a VP of casino operations. It's just a matter of taste. Some might say it's the VP of food and beverage. Sometimes the, the hotel executive is also in charge of food and beverage. I was not. But it was amazing. It really was. And so I get nostalgic. Margie will tell you when I, when I walk or park in the, 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 the parking garage, make our way into the, into the property, a trip I've taken so many times. Then I get into the space, and although it looks a little different, it's – it's all still there, what I remember. Might be names are different, rooms are different names, and restaurants are different names. But 
very nostalgic. So we had that great experience on Saturday night and uh, quite a weekend. Wrote a bit, two pieces each day, Saturday and Sunday. So check out the digital platform when you get a chance. And we put up one this morning that I'm going to tell you about right now. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Harry Hurley, 34 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. This one was very sad. I actually wrote the article from Harris Marina because I arrived an hour early before my session and I wrote it there uh, about the legendary Atlantic City Air Show announcer Howdy McCann Jr. passing away suddenly late last week. Shocker. Also, we have rediscovered the first pizza ever made in Atlantic City. Check that out. And are you ready for robots? the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. We've got a nor'easter to talk about, impacting New Jersey over the next 36 hours or so, but this is not going to be a snow machine for South Jersey. We'll see drizzle and rain showers throughout the day today. High of 46 degrees. Rain gets steadier and heavier tonight, possibly mixing with snow after midnight, but also tapering off. Low 37. Snow shower tomorrow. Windy high 42. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. As we tell you about this um, Silicon Valley Bank and also Signature Bank, Asian shares are sinking on jitters because they look, oh my God. You know, you, you have to understand. I mean, this is this is how, I'm not I'm not predicting it. I'm not I'm not wishing it because I I don't I'm not like these these lunatic lefties that they want to burn the house down just so they can be in power. It's 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 insanity. So I always root for America, but the world looks at America and if they see something like this, then it gets everybody jittery. And that's how contagions start. You know, contagions aren't just like legitimate ripple effect oh my god so you had deposits in silicon valley so you can't pay your people you know when you look at that kind of thing that that is happening i mentioned etsy for example i don't know the name of the startup company and when i say startup company they've been in business for a few years but they were a startup company the silicon valley bank funded four or five out of every 10 startup companies in america uh so i know i know this person um, pretty well. I mean, I know who he is. Uh, my son is very friendly with him. They're very good friends. In fact, before this bank collapse, my son visited him in Ohio uh, about a week or two ago. And there was no inkling of this at all. Silicon Valley Bank had $220 billion in assets. No one would have ever imagined. But then all of a sudden you see some dude at the top selling millions of dollars of shares hours before the collapse, paying out bonuses. This is, this is despicable. And, and this is rinse and repeat. This is the same stuff that happens every single time. Go back to 2008, 2009. 
Same type of stuff. So I am just praying. You know, Biden is a terrible president. He's already done enough terrible. We don't we don't need this on his watch. Because the pain that's brought to bear, if this ever became something like 2008, 2009. Now, no one's saying that. And I'm not saying it. But I, I did post the question, though, to Chuck on Saturday night. Hey, it, you know, it's Silicon Valley Bank today. I said, is this is this going to be a contagion? And within 24 hours of that comment, Signature Bank failed. So we'll see what today brings. Uh, the president, hopefully he got some B-12 and whatever they shoot him up with during important moments because he cannot come out like zombie Joe Biden. He's got to come out alert with it and with unambiguous focus. Not we're going to hold everyone accountable. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear who you're going to hold accountable. I want to hear you and I don't want to hear you blame Trump. Because somehow you're going to blame Trump. I know it. The last administration, they have a new thing. They don't say his name anymore. It's like a rule. They don't say his name. They just say the last administration. But that's analogous to saying Trump. If you say Don Hurley is identical twin brother, you have said my name. I want action. I want solutions. I want to know what you're going to do. Not we're going to hold people accountable. Hey, Joe, you still want to tax everybody? Like you you, you uh, wrote in your fake budget that you didn't even write, that you don't even know what's in it? Don't go away. This is Early in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Healthy life from the world's playground. This is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. It's 10 minutes before the top of the hour. So let me give you a little bit of context on these uh, company-wide bonuses that were paid hours before Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. You know my doctrine. It is the Hurley doctrine that I don't believe in coincidences. They're not saying much. And look, I don't blame them because there's going to be illegal morass and you know, all kinds of problems here with, with this, and especially with the government stepping up, going beyond the $250,000 FDIC insurance limit, and they're going to make whole everyone, uh, whatever they have. And that's depositors, though. That That's not stocks or anything like that. It is it is for deposits. It's, it's an important distinction. So they're not saying much. And again, I don't blame them because I think they're going to be in a world of, you know, controversy here. But they say that they traditionally process annual bonuses on the second Friday of March. These were unnamed sources from SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, who told this to CNBC. The bonuses were paid just hours before Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. So what are we to believe in something like that? 
do you believe that they always pay bonuses in the second week of March? And what was Friday, uh, the 10th or the 11th? What was it? Uh, the 10th. I mean, that is the second week of March. But I just don't believe in coincidences. You pay the bonuses and then you collapse. I mean, and they didn't know at that point. What, what, what if somebody has, you know, who knows? We'll pick a number, a million dollars. You're paying out bonuses and your customers are going to get beat for anything above $250,000 in, in deposits. It just doesn't seem right. Ah, and did you think, did you think I could get out of the six o'clock hour without a word about number 19, Dr. Anthony Fauci? This, this might be my most fantastical, fabulous example of why I basically, you know my doctrine, I don't really hate anyone, but I have strong dislike for Anthony Fauci. He's everything I don't like. He's a pompous little man. I don't think he's an honest man. He always thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. And I think he's dumb. I don't think he's smart at all. He gets caught every time. How smart is he? But this one, this one takes the cake and of course, it it stands to reason that he's being interviewed by another fool. Two fools. I don't know which one's the bigger one. Probably Fauci, but the other guy's close. Jim Acosta. God, I haven't said that name since the 2020 election when he was banished to wherever they, they moved him. He's interviewing... Acosta is interviewing Fauci this past Saturday. And Fauci goes on to say that a coronavirus lab leak could still be considered a natural occurrence. I know this sounds maddening, but I'm going to tell you what this is. This guy thinks he's going to get criminally charged. And so he's trying to create it's again, it's what these liberal socialist Democrats do. They change the meaning of words. Recession is no longer what it was because they want to be able to say we didn't have a recession. So now two quarters with negative GDP doesn't constitute a recession. And this is this is and they even got like formal definitions and dictionaries changed. I mean, it's amazing what they get away with. They have control of almost everything. It's, it's crazy, but they do. In so many cases, they've got total control. So listen to this twisted logic. Quote, a lab leak could be that someone was out in the wild, maybe looking for different types of viruses and bats, got infected, went into a lab and was being studied in a lab and then came out of the lab. But if that's the definition of lab leak, then that's still a natural occurrence. Come on. Nobody's saying that. They engineered this thing.
It happened in the lab. Nobody went and 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 French kissed bats and and came back into the lab and oh look, you 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 kissed a bat. You you sucked the lips of a bat. You got uh you got bat juice now. You you've got coronavirus bat. So we're going to study you now. Oh, you got out of the lab. You you now come on. This this lunatic liar. He said the other possibility was that a virus, quote, accidentally escaped a lab after being taken from an environment. So you see, he's all in because he put his entire reputation that there's nothing, no serious study, no serious person is ever, no evidence that this is something that happened in a lab. So he's got to stick. And again, he, he, I think he committed perjury. We'll see where that goes, if it goes anywhere. Uh, he's evidently very upset about the fact that people are saying that he should be prosecuted. And again, wouldn't anybody would be. But he should be prosecuted. When you th- when you see what they've done and invented process crimes for people like Roger Stone and Paul Manafort and people like that, who is the guy, Peter Navarro? They put him in leg irons in an airport when his office is right across from the FBI. These are scumbags that we have weaponizing our country right now. So Fauci is trying to thread the needle, dance on the head of a pin, whatever you want to call it. Sticking with his natural occurrence, but now with the twisted crazy of that a lab leak could still be considered a natural occurrence. And then he picks the most unlikely, goofy, just clumsy not even possible type scenario. Anthony, it's very simple. They whipped it up in the lab. And I've always said this. I believe it got out of the lab by accident. But they had bad intentions. So whenever I say it got out by accident, they had bad intentions. They were doing gain of function research. They were manipulating it to make it more contagious and more deadly and Fauci has been caught and this is why people like Dr. Redfield were were sidelined because he said from the beginning that this has all the makings of it being engineered nothing about it is of natural origin and we've been lied to from the very beginning And sadly, you shouldn't be surprised. When we come back, it is Wide Open Forum, 609-407-1450. In the 8 o'clock hour, we will visit with Bob Progner on a very exclusive event that he attended with Tucker Carlson. We'll get the latest. That was in Florida. And then in the 9 o'clock hour, Mayor Charles Kane, the Auto Plaza at Galloway Township, and Kane's Custom Cards. Let's make it a great Monday. It already is. It was a little rainy out there. I'm not sure what it's doing at the moment. I'll check. I'll check into it and report back. But uh, let's let's continue. 
WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is approaching seven minutes past the hour, and before we get to your calls, let me just take this opportunity to share this important message with you. Did you know New Jersey's proposed energy master plan is going to cost $1.4 trillion of your money? That's nearly $150,000 per person to electrify all of your home appliances, pay the bill for public EV charges, electrical vehicles, electric vehicles, stop the sale of gas cars and trucks and put our grid on unreliable footings. Join Affordable Energy for New Jersey as we advocate for common sense energy policy and solutions that actually work for South Jersey. Learn more about the state's proposed policies at njaffordableenergy.com. Pleased to report it's coming down a little bit. It was about 140 when we started this hour. It's now down to 95, but in the green, in the plus, the Dow Futures, which is a good sign. I don't know what it foretells for the day though because you don't know what's going to unfold how well will president biden do an hour or maybe even less from now when he speaks and if he's supposed to come on at eight if it's if he comes right on at eight we'll be on the break but we'll we'll join him in progress and share a little bit of it with you uh if the timing works if it's a short speech it could be over before we um get back from the news break however i've never seen him on time for anything he's terrible always late so we'll see what happens this is very important though two banks have failed within the past 48 hours it's no joke silicon valley bank which is um so integral to 40 or more percent of all startup companies in america and obviously they have a lot of deposits um outside of that realm and then signature bank followed them a day or so later so it's been two banks in 48 hours. 609-407-1450. Phone lines are open. Check in. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Yes, I want to bring up, uh, good morning. I want to bring up hypertonic, not hypersonic. Hypertonic saline induced abortions. Now, what they do is they inject a, a saline solution into a fully uh, formed fetus, a third trimester fetus. that causes a cardiac arrest. And it caused a severe muscle spasms. Basically, they torture the baby to death. And if it's still alive, they take forceps and tear the baby apart piece by piece and pull it out. Now, we say that's barbaric and evil and definitely wrong. We're just using our common sense here. We're not being a bunch of goody teachers now. We're just using our common sense. This is right from wrong. You don't run a red light because the Mack truck might come through and run you to hell over, right? Right. So this is, this is evil. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, what's your name? Uh, Jane Fonda who's not rolling out murder for pro-abortion politicians. Well, she, she's not the Nazi. Where are the Nazis? Is that how it works? Oh, that, uh, her comment on The View, I mean, uh, that terrible, awful show. I don't know why anyone even goes on that show. It just brings the worst out in already bad people. 
uh, th- this woman, she is, you, you would think she's got this movie out, uh, 80 for Brady or something like that. You'd think they would be in the business to want to have more people come and see them. I think that's why the Academy Awards, I guess they broke it one time or something with one area that they couldn't help themselves, but they didn't talk politics. Actors, we never used to know, I mean, if they were Democrat, if they were Republican, because you want everybody to go to your movies. It's 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 in keeping with what I talk about all the time. It's like Disney. Disney was self-governing. They've had something something since 1960-ish that's never existed in America. It will never exist again. They could have kept it forever. Nobody would have ever gone after it. But they choose their wokeness over their own economic health. And that company, I mean, they now owe like $750 million in back taxes. They're no longer going to have their Reedy Creek you know, district that they have and, and be able to govern as their own state. They weren't. They did not have to honor state law, uh, uh, county law. They were their own state, and for wokeness, they broke themselves. Well, the woke say that we're the ones with marginal intelligence. However, yep. right now as we speak, there there's nuclear equipped submarine, Russian submarines, 198 kilometers. No, no, I'm, my bad. Uh, it's 198 miles. Not for, it's 320 kilometers off our eastern seaboard, and uh, it's not news for them because Seymour Hersh was put on the spot because he went after uh, Nixon for uh, the two things on his that happened on his watch as a Republican, and that's the Malay massacre of 1969 and the Watergate scandal of 1974. And then they went went after Bush and other Republican for the Abu Ghraib uh, atrocities. And by the way, what what you cited would make them a half a tank of gas away. Just to put into context how close they are. Right. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to tell you right Or should I say one EV charge? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, well, I'm saying... No, I'm just, uh, yeah, just kidding. Trump had been the, uh, President Trump had been uh, the one responsible for the Nordic, uh, this Nord Stream uh, pipeline being blown up. You'll never hear the end of it. But because it's Biden... You'll you'll never hear any of it. Well, they so say, yeah, they they, they take tactic. they take the opposite tact. They take the tact that it never happened. They get away with saying they didn't do it. It's my understanding it was done in such a way right. that really no one else could have done it. Right, and uh, meanwhile we have uh, food processing plants burning to the ground. We have banks collapsing. We have train derailments. It's all happened by coincidence, don't you know? Now yes, but let me let me share this though. This is a good piece of news, and it, and I've got a run flash. This will, and I thank you for your call. This will prove that Biden is running for re-election because I promise you, this wouldn't have happened two years ago, and if he wasn't running, this wouldn't be happening now. President Biden will be approving a major drilling project in Alaska. Today is what I've been told. They're gonna they're going to allow the Alaskan uh, oil project to continue. The decision to move ahead with the project by authorizing three drill sites in northwestern Alaska is going to happen. 
Now, of course, that comes like a day after President Biden announces sweeping curbs on oil and gas leasing, uh, where it will protect up to 16 million acres of water and land in the region. And the loons are going crazy on Biden because they don't they're 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 driving their cars. Don't get me wrong. They're not walking. They're not riding bicycles, but they criticize oil, natural gas, traditional means of providing transportation, heating, cooling. I mean, it's just so, so incredible. Uh, Back to your calls right after the break. Please don't go away. You'll be next when we come back. It's 15 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. South Jersey's number one news talk radio station is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And you've done it again and again and again. Thank you so much. Sean Hannity. Morning Expresso starts right here. It's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. The fact that they didn't go after Hillary for deleting those emails and and using bleach bit and destroying those devices. That special treatment, that wouldn't happen to all of you listening to this program. I promise you. They actively put their thumb on the scales in 2016. Even when the FBI in early October 2016 went to Christopher Steele, said, here's a million dollars if you can corroborate your dossier. He couldn't collect because he couldn't corroborate. By the end of October, even though he couldn't corroborate it, and they used it as the bulk of information in a FISA application. And remember, it was Deputy FBI Director McCabe that said, well, if we didn't have the dossier, we wouldn't have gotten the FISA warrant. And nobody was held accountable. The Sean Hannity Show, from coast to coast, later today. Do you have more than $50,000 saved for retirement that you can't afford to lose? Biden's pro-inflation White House sent billions to Ukraine, burying U.S. in national debt, while doing nothing to stop inflation and help our own country. Can your retirement survive crippling inflation and growing debt at the same time? If you have $50,000 or more saved for retirement, heed the warnings. Do something to protect yourself now. That's why, right now, thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to protect their retirement savings from everything that's going on. So call 855-815-GOLD to get your free IRS loophole kit and see how you could protect your retirement savings while getting up to $10,000 in free silver for doing it. We could be looking at a future worse than 2008. So don't wait. Call Gold Co. today. Call 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's number one talk station. See what you did? There you go. Back to your calls in just a moment. This portion of Hurley in the Morning brought to us by my friends at Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling Professionals. As your furnace and air conditioner age, this is pretty basic and understandable, they become less efficient. It costs you more money to operate because the equipment is less efficient and it creates a higher risk for expensive repairs. All of this is just natural. Ambient Comfort has a new program that gives you a new high energy furnace and air conditioner system installed with no interest and no payments for 12 months. And you have your elite or signature system installed if you have it done By the end of this month, by March 31st, you'll get 10 years parts and labor 
at no additional cost. In other words, your service plan for a decade will be assured. No payments or interest for a year for qualified customers and 10 years free parts and labor on your new heating and air conditioning systems. Enjoy the comfort of knowing that your home will be comfortable in the cold and the warm weather for years to come with no extra expense for details. And to get your system installed before March 31st, call Ambient Comfort 609-568-0955. That's 609-568-0955. Or visit them on the web at ambientcomfortnj.com. When comfort matters, choose who I choose, Ambient Comfort. 609-407-1450. Phone lines are open. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. It's a great day in Brigantine. Ah, wonderful to hear. Yeah, I'm not going to steal Bob's uh, thunder. That's smart, uh, so stop uh, it there. Stop it there. Stop it there. You can't steal somebody's thunder and then talk about it. So go on. Go from there. We're going to talk about that next hour. Well, I, I, I just, I, I didn't want to talk about, I wasn't going to talk about the event. I just wanted to talk about my impressions of Tucker. But if you don't want me to do that, I won't do that. Right, well, that, it's disrespectful to Bob. I mean, he made it possible. And okay, I, that's fine. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it before he talks no, about it. No, yeah. absolutely. Okay, absolutely. thank you. Okay, so here's, here's you, you were talking about, um, the earlier about the bank situation, you know, I'm wondering, Harry, that, you know, they have to get all of this really bad stuff out of the way now. They can't do this next year and, and, and during the election year. They've got to get rid of all this crap now. Now, what, what happened to Biden's what happened to Biden's uh, documents? What happened to all those classified? Like, they just stopped talking about uh, it. Well, that's what they do. I mean, he's been treated, as you know, Andy, it's a very good point. He's treated very, very differently. How do you have a son under investigation since 2017 or 2018? I've heard both years mentioned. How, how, what, when do you get to the finish line with these people? We find out from the National Archives who leak like a sieve about President Trump. I think somebody slipped and said we have nine boxes of Biden documents from the Penn China, because that's who paid for it all, the Penn China Biden office, nine boxes that they haven't even looked in. How can you not look to see if there's classified documents? They don't want to know, Andy. Well, you know that my thought all along was that they were holding these documents in obeyance as a basically a sword of Damocles over Biden's head because they don't want Biden running. So it's basically, if you announce, we come at you with this document scandal. If you don't announce, it goes away. So he hasn't talked about running. It's been going away. We're not hearing about it. While Jill is doing the talking, she's saying how many times has, you know, you have to say it. He's running. I think him approving this major oil project in Alaska is proof that he is running. Because if he wasn't running, he would simply do what the um, the hard socialist left want. Because they're going crazy right now that he's going to approve that today. I think he's running, Andy. Yeah. Well... I think so, too. But if but, but remember, they're not just covering him 
in hopes that he doesn't run. This is what they do. They did it when he was a candidate. They do it while he's president, and they're going to do it while he um, is a candidate for reelection. At the same time, his special counsel is going very easy. Nobody's getting subpoenaed. No, no, no action. No, nothing. We got this killer guy that that takes down people in the Hague that they pick for for Trump. This guy's aggressively going for the takedown. This is WWE. We're we're like talking Jimmy uh, Superfly Snuka from the top of the steel cage doing a splash. Uh, it's a whole different ball game. They each have a special counsel. One is docile, passive, friendly, and one is an absolute political assassin. Well, what what I'm going to say is the day Joe Biden announces. We're going to start having a lot of nasty stuff coming down because they've got to get it out of the way. Because then next year, during the actual election year, the reply when any of these things is brought up to Jean-Claude Van Pierre, (laughs) she's going to say, "Oh, oh, that's old news. We already dealt with that. Andy, here's my plan. And I don't know why he won't take my advice. And I think any dad would do it for his son. You go and you let some deal get made. In the deal, you make it that nothing else can ever be brought up again. So so he has got to get out of jail free on all kinds of things, not being a registered you know, agent and all foreign lobbyist and agent, all these things, all the tax things. Plead guilty to something. You get away with the weapons violation and all this stuff. I shouldn't even say violation. Weapons charge because – days he's or allegation he's never been charged with anything but if i'm joe biden i i would hastily try to make the deal because then it's in the bag uh his son will appeal he won't nope nobody's gonna see he doesn't it's not like manafort and and the people they just take him right into jail uh he'll be able to appeal and his father will pardon him after the election and that'll be that so that's how that's going to get taken care of. Hunter Biden is going to go down, but it will be for the most minimal things. Yeah, and then it'll be later. It'll be oh, we, we already dealt with that. Oh, that's, they'll, they'll say, oh, my gosh, you, you people are never satisfied. The president's son was convicted. It's not good enough for you. They'll make everything go away in a massive deal that makes everything else off the table that it you accepted this deal for these things being dismissed and they can never be brought back that's how it's going to go yeah let's talk about the diminutive mr fauci for a moment if we could uh i i've been out of the loop news wise over the weekend i was away um and when i heard you say that he uh, his comment about now a lab leak can be considered a natural occurrence. Correct. Like basically analogous to a transfer from a bat to a human, the same thing from a, a lab leak to a human. It's 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 the same thing. Like I I, I I believed you, but I had to look up the news story and I just, I, I could not believe what my lying eyes were telling me. Um, <laughs> I, I, that, now he's he's going to do this dance and play word games again, as as the left always does, redefining terms, uh, redefining words. Um, I 
I don't even know what to say. I, I'm rarely speechless, but I, I didn't think that even he could come up with something that, that that's so demonstrably false. Well, you, you know what it is. I, I figured all this out. It was very simple to figure out. He's busted. He knows he's busted. He's busted every which way but loose, to quote Clint Eastwood. Not a bad movie, but not one of his best. Um, good song, bad movie. Or okay movie. So Fauci knows he's busted. He knows the walls are closing. He knows he's going to be subpoenaed before Congress. He's going to have to testify. He knows that Redford has dropped the dime on him uh, and all these things. So this way he gets to say, I've always been open to you know any possibility uh and he'll he'll buy into the natural or to rather to the lab leak with his twisted lie about it being also a natural occurrence because then of course andy he's not wrong you see well yeah so that that's that's like the the, the, the with the using the term climate change instead of global warming if you say global warming and it's cold that doesn't make sense. So climate change could be could apply to anything. But this is the same guy who was talking about. Um, it depends on what the meaning of the word, um, uh, what you classify as as a gain of function. Remember that statement? He, he, yes, he tortured it. He tortured it into it not being gain of function. Yeah, it's like Bill Clinton when he said it depends on what the meaning of the word is, is. With that with that demented look that he gave, I urge people, look at him on that video when he is saying that. It is sick, twisted stuff. Uh, Redfield said that we paid for it. We paid for gain of function. The truth is uh, nearing the fourth and glorious stage. I do predict, though, Andy, the media will... Uh, make it that it's like a split decision. It'll lean towards that it was a lab leak, but they'll say, but some serious people believe that it's of natural origin and they're going to get away with it. They get away with everything. Harry, um, I'll leave you with this. Um, it would make for karma, obviously. It would also make for a really good um, Twilight Zone episode that and it might sound horrible to say, but after what this man has done to not only this country, but this planet through his lies, yeah. his deception, actually funding th th this thing to begin with. Okay, yeah, I agree. What? And by the way, if we go back in time and we have Rod Serling and we do it the right way, a young Burgess Meredith would be my chosen actor to play Fauci. Yes, and and he this guy would succumb, eventually succumb to the very thing that he brought upon this earth, and that it would take a year of anguish until it was over, and then and then the Schadenfreude kicks in. It's a horrible thing to have to say, Harry, but this man is the the personification of evil. You know, we have people in this country, in the world who always want explanations for everything. When, when there's a mass murder, we, we got to get into the guy's mind. Why did he do it? There are people who simply will not accept that sometimes you don't get closure. Sometimes there are just evil people in the world. They are evil. And that's the only answer, that they're evil. They don't care about anyone but themselves and their own self-aggrandizement. This little man that no one ever paid any attention to in his entire life, he was the class shrimp 
A girl never looked at this guy. No one ever paid any attention to him. He can't throw a baseball, no. so it's not like he was a, an athlete or anything. No one ever gave this guy any notice. And here he is in the twilight of his years where he's like this big celebrity and he's just eating it up. And he's using his position, as I think a lot of Democrats are, they're the same thing. They're the dweebs, the nerds, the dorks. Andy, I've got to go to the break. That's hysterical. All right, I'm not going to buy into the, that he couldn't get a girl or anything because I don't know what his dating life was like. But but it was all fantastic. And I do agree. This guy was the highest paid employee in the history of the United States of America government. And nobody knew who who the hell he was after 50 years. And in it, during the pandemic, he believes that he became a rock star. But it hasn't aged well. And it's going to even continue to deteriorate and age even worse. Good call. Good stuff. Uh, you'll be next right after the break. Please don't go away. An open phone line at 609-407-1450. This is the Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network. It is Harry Hurley at 34 minutes past the hour. Three stories that you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app that I have written. Uh, legendary Atlantic City Air Show announcer Howie McCann Jr. suddenly passed away late last week. We were all shocked, and you can read about uh, what we've reported. We have rediscovered the first pizza ever made in Atlantic City. Check that story out. And are you ready for robot chefs, robot servers, robot cleaners? LD. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. My latest snowfall forecast for South Jersey over the next 24 to 36 hours, approximately zero. That's it. We'll probably see some snowflakes tonight into tomorrow, but heavy snow will stay much farther up the parkway. Drizzle and rain showers today, high 46. Steadier rain tonight, possibly mixing with snow after midnight, low 37. A snow shower tomorrow, windy, high 42. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 40 minutes past the hour. Hurley in the morning program, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Bob Progner will join us uh, in about uh, 25 minutes and he will tell us about a very special an exclusive uh, gathering with Tucker Carlson that took place over the weekend in Florida. Mayor Charles Kane in today's 9 o'clock hour, the Auto Plaza at, a, at uh, Galloway Township and Kane's Custom Carts. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. Hi there. Welcome, Harry Hurley, into my world, okay? Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad to be in your okay, world. Yeah. Thank you for the invite. Well, I'm glad... Well, I'm glad to be in my world too, Good. because my world is my world is pretty bizarre. Okay, now you you know you know how you say. Well, first of all, let me give you one point of I guess demarcation of my world. Okay, all right. I mean, look, normally, which I don't know if there's anything normal going on in my world. Okay, so normally I uh, am up by about three or four a.m. Okay. Not because I have insomnia or anything like that, but because I have a lot of work to do in my home office, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, 
Okay, so I, I listen to the radio. You know, the news comes on or whatever. So now here it is. It's Monday morning. Now, usually on Sundays, as yesterday was Sunday, right? Am I right? Was yesterday Sunday? Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. I, I just want to make sure, okay? Uh-huh. You know, so... You, you know how and you also lost one hour yesterday. Yeah, yes, exactly, right? Okay. Well, I don't know about exactly, but yeah. I understand that in your world and in my world that, yes, we did lose an hour, okay? But that's okay because I picked up that hour about six months ago, whatever it was. So, yeah, I think that's fair, but I don't like having to do that, okay? So, so a couple more minutes in my world before I tell you again about how great Bob's call with you was, okay? Yeah. Well, well, everything that comes out of Bob's mouth in my in my world, all right, is is phenomenal. All right. So, but I'm asking you to understand my world for a moment, okay? Normally, I would have heard your show from when your fantastic grandson and the Pledge of Allegiance, which whether people like it or not, in my world, I whatever I'm doing in my home office, okay, at that time, okay. I stand up and I pledge allegiance to the American flag with your grandson. I think I told you that before, yes, right? Yes, okay. you have. All right, so, so now all the time that I listen to you for all these many, many years, which are quite, quite a few, okay? You know, like from day one, maybe? All right, so yesterday, of course I knew in my world as well as the rest of the world, we changed the clocks, Okay. So mentally, which mentally I'm a little bit whatever in my world, okay? So even though I knew that the clocks had changed yesterday, it happens to be that I didn't change. A lot of the clocks in my world automatically change, okay? You know, so I don't have to worry about that. But some of the clocks in my world, including on my Bose radio, including on my microwave, they don't change automatically. All right, I don't, you know, that's just, I guess, the product is what it is. So... It happened to be that in my world, I woke up at 6.22 a.m., but it was really 7.22 a.m., all right? And I turn on the radio, and now all of a sudden, I'm in Harry's world. But I don't understand what's going on, because I got this, which is not now. I'm being facetious, because Bob is one of the best out there, okay? Yeah, you know, if not the best. I, I, you have too many bests, Harry, so I don't even want to say one of the best. Okay. One of the many bests that you have is callers, all right? So it happens to be that my alarm on my bows is set at 6 o'clock anyway, okay? But today, man, I slept through that whole thing and didn't wake up into the real world till 7.22 or whatever, but my clock says 622. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to this call that Bob is making. And the things that you guys are talking about, I know have been going on because I know that there was a banking failure yesterday. I know that this Biden thing is still going on the way that it is, the zoo of a world that we're in. But now I'm listening to this thing, and I'm an hour off. So I think all of a sudden... What is going on here? I said, is this a Hurley repeater? Is this a joke? Okay. But none of it is a joke, Harry. In our world, my world, your world, and so on and so forth, this bizarro land that we're in is for real. Okay, we know that, Harry. Whether it's Hunter Biden, whether it's Joe Biden, whether it's whoever the people that control Biden, 
I have no idea who controls Biden, but I know that it's not what's between his ears because pretty much the only thing left between that man's ears is enough cotton to tampex a flea, okay? <laughs> so I have no idea who's controlling that guy, all right? But now here's the serious question, Harry. After, of course, it was it only took about 7.25, two or three minutes for me to realize that I had not changed the clocks on my Bose radio, okay? Mm-hmm. So... Harry, serious question, no lie. We know that somebody is controlling Biden. And we know, at least in my mind, it's a, a, a blend of something of Obama's third president. Well, there you go. You got the answer. It's Susan Rice, uh, the outgoing chief of staff, the prime minister, uh, Ron Klain, uh, and Obama bots. That's who controls Biden. Socialist America hating lefties. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so here's my question, and I'm going to hang up after I answer it. All right, because because I don't I don't really know the answer. Okay, I accept in my mind what I believe to be fact that we're living through Obama's third administration. Okay, yeah. shadow administration, shall we? But by the way, even worse, though, because they're doing things that Obama wouldn't do because Obama wanted to get a second term. He couldn't go as all in radical as he wanted. And remember, he had the campaign that he was against same sex marriage and things like that. America was very different. The Democrats and the socialist Democrats, they hadn't gotten um, as advanced in completely changing the country so this is this is beyond what obama could ever get done do you remember and i know that you do obama said either to biden or i think he said it to biden okay during their presidency or something they were still president and vice president is this the famous quote? I'm going to read your mind because I am pocket Kreskin when Obama said, never underestimate Joe Biden's ability to F things up. That's one of the two things that I was going to say. OK. OK. What's the but other? Did, did, did Obama also say to him, Joe, you don't have to do this? Yes. 100 percent correct. Okay. He did not want him to run. Joe, you don't have to do this because he knew he knew he was, you know, completely gone. All right, so you say you have a question, but I haven't heard it yet. What's the question? Yeah, here it is real quick. Okay, so if this is, and I believe it to be the Obama shadow presidency or whatever you would call it, the third presidency of Obama, third administration of Obama, I don't really know because I do know that they control Biden, but what is the possibility that Jill Biden and Joe Biden have decided to buck the trend of what's been going on by Obama's people controlling him and decided to take it on his own from here on forward, including running for the presidency for a second term, I hang up. Is there an internal conflict where he has decided to take it on his own, which he hasn't been for the first two and a half years, but has decided to buck them and take it on his own? All right, I got it. Good question. Wait for the answer because I've got to get the break in first because we went long. I have an answer ready to go. And I think it's a measured one. Thank you, George. This portion of Hurley in the Morning brought to us in part by my good friends 
Brian and the team at Perfect Basement. We've been seeing the damage that storms can cause. If rain leads to water in your basement or crawl space, simply reach out to Perfect Basement for a completely free, no pressure inspection for waterproofing, mold remediation, and foundation repair. Perfect Basement is family owned. Based right here in South Jersey, licensed and certified and accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Ask about discounts and special services for Realtors. Visit perfectbasement.com. That's perfectbasement.com. Tell Brian that Harry Hurley sent you to Perfect Basement. We'll be back. And George, your answer coming up right after this. Mark Levin. But I'm sick and tired of America being treated like it's not the land of opportunity. Oh, woe is me. They're holding me back. Everybody with a chip on their shoulder. Nobody's holding you back. Maybe you're just a damn loser. Mark Levin. Weeknights at 6 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, Sean. Five minutes before the top of the hour. To George, I have to say, what a great question. Really, not patronizing you either. A really great question, a very important question. And I'm going to tell you that I've given this a lot of thought. Not not just you posing the question to me, but I've been actually thinking about because I I sort of make a living out of of finding connecting dots what i call the demarcation line like the oj simpson trial was a demarcation line of the media and the pack way that they all cover the same thing robert blake casey anthony oj simpson i mean it just uh what's his face um uh murdoch i mean this is what happens now so the demarcation line on that was oj because before that Different stations did different stuff. They weren't all on the same thing, echo chamber. That all changed. And I was able to find the demarcation line. You don't realize it at the time. And then there's many other times that we've been able to show you patient zero. We're good at that. Biden knows a couple of things. Being a one-termer makes you a loser. Trump knows it too. That's why he wants to fix that. And they're trying to do everything they can to stop him. Biden, no question about it, from Anita Dunn, who said that the uh, COVID-19 pandemic was the greatest thing to ever happen for Joe Biden. I mean, that was not a compliment. That's a put down to all the different Obama bots. Some of them you don't even know by name. They're shadowy. You don't even hear about them, but they're there and they wield incredible influence. I don't think it's just for the reelection. I think even before the time that all of a sudden Ron Klain announced that he would be leaving as chief of staff, that Joe Biden had made a decision. He was sick and tired of being, you know, he's not completely gone. He's in bad shape, but he knows that every time he says something, some Obama bot fool comes out a little bit later and countermands that. And he, if you think about it, that hasn't been happening lately. No matter what he says, they stick to it now. Even when he says things off the, you know, on the fly, 
uh, that are not on a cue card in his pocket or on a teleprompter that he's reading. Make no mistake about it. What I'm about to say doesn't change. He's very fragile. He's not present. He's damaged. There's problems, significant problems. But he's with it enough to know. And Jill Biden is the, the ambitious one. Too ambitious for me. And they're tired of him looking like a fool and that he says something and they completely correct him less than five minutes later. Uh, so Klain is all of a sudden gone. That's an Obama bot gone. He knows 65 percent of the American people believe that America is going in the wrong direction right now. That is a consistent number between 65 and 70 some percent in every poll that comes out. So that's very real. And he knows that. So, yes, George, the answer to your question is he's trying. He's he's in bad shape to do it, but he's trying to take his presidency back. And if you notice, you don't hear any of those corrections anymore. Uh, He's trying to have the perception be and the reality be that he's in control. He has people in the media that say that. Biden is very engaged. He's very much in control. He's the leader. He's doing this. He's doing that. When we know that's not true. So, yeah, I think he's had enough of the Obama bots and uh, he wants to give it a go on his own. Now, that, of course, will be disastrous because he's a mess. He's a hot mess. The policies are horrible that he's been. And I'll tell you what, the um, the Alaska pipeline. The Alaska drilling proves what I just said. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ HD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. Bop. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. Heading towards seven minutes past the hour in just a few clicks. Thank you for choosing Hurley in the Morning. Thank you for being a big part of why WPG Talk Radio 95.5 is South Jersey's number one news talk radio station again and again and again. And we thank you so much for it. All right, my good friend Bob Progner is standing by on the Hurley in the Morning Newsmaker Hotline, but we're not going to do the first segment on Tucker Carlson. We're going to begin that in the second segment. And I think Bob probably knows why. Uh since we were well even since we scheduled this appointment with bob because we always knew that he was going to come on and talk about tucker on the morning you know the first day after the weekend event and it it was spectacular from what i've heard and whenever you have an opportunity in, in such an intimate type setting to have an evening with one of the most relevant television personalities in in the country with the amount of millions of viewers every single night that he has. It's very, very special. And Bob, I do want to thank you. We'll talk about it in the second segment on. I want to thank you for the invitation. And had I not had a prior speaking engagement at Harris uh, for the New Jersey GOP at their annual leadership summit in Atlantic City, uh, I, I can't even verbalize how much I wanted to be there with you. And I thank you 
for making it possible for me to have been there if my schedule would have permitted. But, Bob, what what I want to talk to you about is, because this is obviously no joke, the failure of Silicon Valley Bank, which for those who don't know, 40% or more of all startup companies in America were dealing with Silicon Valley Bank and other depositors, big depositors. I, I heard of one that had $600 million and didn't know until over the weekend that the government was going to step up and go beyond $250,000 FDIC insurance and make everybody whole. But that's not a bailout. Even though, look, I, I don't want anything like what we had in 2008-2009. So, you know, I'm, I'm willing to go along with anything that's reasonable. But don't say it's not a bailout. I mean, you're bailing them out because that's what you're doing by definition. Stock and bond investors will not be covered. That's important to note. Uh, and then within a day of that, uh, Signature Bank, New York-based Signature Bank, has faltered. It has failed. And they serve the cryptocurrency industry. Bob, what do you think about all this? Well, you know, it's all, I guess, in... in, in can we blame it on the incompetence of the Biden administration? I, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Uh, you know, it, again, it, it's, it could just be that these banks were horribly mismanaged. But weren't there supposed to be safeguards put in after the 2008 debacle? Yeah, that- they've, they've actually already started to blame Trump by saying, and they did it kind of quietly, that Trump did something to lessen the... Um, you know, the oversight or some of the procedures that were put into place. Biden will find a way to blame the previous administration. He doesn't, he set a rule that they don't say the name Trump anymore. They say the previous administration. But SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, recently touted $220 billion in assets. Uh, nine days ago, that nut, that nut job Kramer, on CNBC, he was touting it like it was the most amazing investment, you know, uh, in your portfolio. So I think this caught a lot of people by surprise, Bob. Well, you know, the I'm not sure. How, you know, the stock market reacted really you know, to it on Friday. Uh, the losses were pretty pretty huge. Uh, are the futures way down, Harry? I, no, you know, I, I'll tell you what. This was amazing. Uh, when I woke up, the futures were up. Uh, at about three o'clock, so I had been here for a while at that time, uh, they were then down. Then, and, and only down about maybe like the high I saw was maybe down 150 ish, maybe a little bit more, but a little over between 100 to 140, 150 for the next couple of hours. Then the futures went up again. So they're not on my screen right now. I'll get it in a second. But the last time I looked, in the last hour, the futures were up. So I'm thinking perhaps that the markets will like what happened. Now, Asian markets are rattled. They're all jittery now because they look at this, they look at one, then they look at two, and it looks like a contagion. I will read you a quote that I thought that was pretty meaningful because this is a very, uh, let me get it out, put it in my phone. This is a very serious guy. Bill Ackman, for those who don't know, this guy is a serious business guy. He's a billionaire. Um, he's a, uh, a manager, a fund manager, 
uh, he is um, he is a hedge fund manager, investor. He is no joke. He said more banks will likely fail despite the intervention, but we now have a clear roadmap for how the government will manage them. And I I think some people are going to be critical of this. You like your AOC crowd and those nutbags. They're not going to like the fact that they're not using the term bailout, Bob, but they're not holding to the 250,000 FDIC insurance limit. They're making everyone whole. So anybody this morning that has a Silicon Valley bank account, they can get their money, all their money this morning. What I'm concerned about is, does this start a contagion? Do we ever run on banks? Because Bob, you know this as an investor, as a developer. I know it as a former banker. Banks, it's it's like it's a wonderful life. They're 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 using money to buy to build this thing. They're doing it to do that to invest here. So if everybody runs at the same time, I'm not educating you, Bob. You know this, but if everybody starts running at the same time, we're going to have problems. Absolutely correct, Harry. Uh, you know the uh, in 2008. I mean, you know these huge investment banks. You know. Again, who who ultimately bailed them out? Well, you know, it was it was the taxpayers of this country, right? That's what we really have to worry about. And but but in fairness, the amazing thing was, and I said it at the time, and I knew it would be true, the banks paid back every penny, and they paid it back early. No one's ever repaid the government before, Bob. They just take it. The banks yeah, paid and, the and, money back, all of it. Yeah, that's. Good point, Harry. Uh, you know, look, it needed to happen. I mean, we, we we couldn't we couldn't have our banking system fail. No, just can't have. I, that and happen. I really do believe uh, it was it was supposedly hours away from the United States of America becoming insolvent. And that's why they made everybody, all the banks, all the brokerage houses, everybody had to take the money. They were ordered, even if they said no, I don't need them. We were fine. We don't need the money. They were ordered to take the money. Because they had to run this thing and get the country uh, back solvent, we we were basically insolvent. You know, the, it was interesting though that some some investment banks were allowed to fail, like Lehman Brothers, and and really only them, Bob, which is kind of interesting. Only them, but only them. I thought there was another one. I don't think so. Another big one. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Chuck yeah. would know. But I think they were, and, and, you know, and, and everybody wondered, like, why, why, why are they getting singled out to not get a bailout? But uh, I'm not aware of anybody else. But look, a lot of banks failed their stress tests, and a lot of banks did fail. No, no doubt about it. I, I think we need an accounting, though, especially even though they're saying it's not a bailout. Uh, what would you call it? I mean, they're just it's like typical Biden era speak. It, it, you know, they, they just say words just like the, we didn't have a recession. Wait a minute, though. The definition, you got to go to the dictionary. The dictionary said two quarters of negative GDP is a recession. So what they did is they changed the dictionary, Bob. You're aware of that, right? They actually rewrote yeah, the definition in the dictionary. I mean, this is um, supernatural what these people get away with. So this is a bailout. They're just not calling it that. Let me see if Siri knows Siri, what are the Dow futures right now? Dow 
Yeah, it's, it's it's showing me Friday's activity uh, down 345.25. I'll get it. it. It just Siri isn't familiar with the term futures, I guess, and just gives you the Dow, Dow Jones Industrial Average. But an hour ago, the futures were actually up, which was a good thing. But as you know, it doesn't matter. It's how it, what Biden says at nine o'clock is going to matter. And then what starts to happen today? Do any other banks continue do they come out and announce that we have failed now and then then it's i i'm afraid to say it would be off to the races well harry you know the 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 biden executive team their management team right what have they shown us more than anything they've shown us that they're absolutely incompetent and and you know you, you quoted obama in the last hour right about joe's ability to to f things up well <laughs> you know you know it would you know if, if we get hit with a, a, a national economic crisis because of this uh, you know biden's ability to manage a recovery i don't think we should be too too confident of that no so, except he is running for re-election and he's going to want this is just like the alaska uh, drilling that he's going to allow, and unless today's financial news just stops him from saying it, and I don't think it's going to change it. Today was the day he was going to announce that an Alaska oil drilling project is going to be approved, a pretty big one. Uh, would have been bigger under Trump, but it's pretty big, and the Democrats are going crazy about it. But this is where I was talking to George about how Biden's turning the corner from the socialist policies of the last two years he's going to try to fake america that and we have to stop this because if he got another four years the radical policies that he would surely put in place would be absolutely disastrous so people cannot get fooled by whatever he does for the next year year and a half in the run-up to that election people should not believe that that is his philosophy of governance it's his philosophy to try to get reelected yep there'll be unrestrained off the chart leftist agenda here will be enacted and And we have to remember that it's true you have a lot of power when you have a majority in one or both houses of congress but the president has unbelievable power at the executive branch level with uh, the executive orders and and things that they have sole control of. Uh, It would be terrible to get four more years of this guy. Awful. Yeah, I, you know, again, we, we, we said this during the last election cycle, but, but, you know, that, that who knows if America will come back, but, but boy, uh, left unrestrained, you know, things, horrible things like statehood for D.C., statehood for Puerto Rico, uh, giving the 20 or 30 or 40 million illegals that are in this country, giving them the, the right to vote Democrat for the next 100 years. Uh, where does this lead to? <laughs> well, it, it, you know, it leads to, I guess, the second phase of our conversation is, is where, where Tucker... A lot of his speech was focused on on Florida. And-, and we'll get to that right after the break, Bob. Let's go there now. Hold on. Don't go away. It's 20 minutes past the hour, a few minutes late. We'll catch up right now with Bob Progner. And we'll pivot from there. When we come back, uh, Bob will talk about. Now, 
he'll he'll say another group set it up and all this, but it's my understanding that Bob actually made this happen. Uh, there's a great organization that I know Bob is going to credit, uh, and we'll get into into everything uh, about the um, the event with Tucker Carlson that Bob would like to share when we come back in just a few moments. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I just got an email from Mayor Kane. He is detained, so we will have some open forum to begin the 9 o'clock hour that we did not expect. And Mayor Kane may or may not make it for an abbreviated episode. So we'll prepare that maybe he's coming for half of it or thereabouts or perhaps none of it. So we'll start in open forum and we'll just take it from there. With Bob Progner, I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're visiting this hour with our good friend Bob Progner. It's 26 minutes past the hour, so it'll be a abbreviated mini segment. And what I want to do is I'm going to even hold Tucker because for four minutes, Bob, I don't want to start it and, and stop it. I'm going to tell you that I took the time during the break to check out what's happening with our markets. And I mean, it's not a bloodbath at the moment. They They have a thing called the implied opening so the dow implied opening right now is about minus 230 ish uh it's been up it's been down and now it's down again so we'll see what happens i just have a sneaky suspicion i I believe this ackman uh who said that there will be more because uh, the reason i don't know if you you may not have been listening at the time but Chuck and his wife Pam and Margie and I, we went out to dinner on Saturday and we didn't talk business much at all. But I did say one time, I said, no worries. I said, you know, we'll be using our Silicon Valley Bank credit card, you know, to pay for dinner tonight. And then I did ask Chuck. Yeah. So we just we just got to laugh. So we um, I then said, hey, Chuck, I said, what are the chances, though, that this is the only one? I said, I just that's not usually how things go. and we just didn't have enough information to have too broad a conversation about. But we didn't even know then that Signature Bank uh, of New York had failed. That happened the next day. So in 48 hours, it's two. I agree with Ackman, who says it's going to be more. But he then said, but at least we know how the government is going to proceed. So if you make all depositors, but that does not include stock and bond investors. If you make all of your demand deposit type assets to where it's no longer $250,000 FDIC approval, because you know how this is. People have millions in a bank. I, I heard that a very famous celebrity had $600 million wow. in, in Silicon Valley Bank. And th- this is a woman that is very, very famous. I don't want to say her name because I can't prove, but a, a very good friend of mine said that that's true. Uh, but so, so a lot of people were thinking over the weekend until the government came out with their comment that everybody's money will be there as of Monday with no FDIC $250,000 limit. Uh, prior to that, there were a whole lot of people, Bob, that thought they were going to get 50 cents on the dollar if they were lucky after they liquidated Silicon Valley Bank and sold you know the assets and things. So what this guy Ackman is saying is that there'll probably be more banks that are going to announce that they have failed but at least we know how we're proceeding 
because I guess they have to continue with that. They can't say, hey, Silicon Valley Bank, you know, you get, you know, uh, unlimited and and uh, Signature Bank, you know, your depositors get unlimited and they can't they can't treat the next bank differently. So maybe this will be softer than it otherwise would be because it doesn't seem like any demand deposit account investors are going to get hurt. Your thoughts, and then we'll go to break. Well, you know, that $250,000 limit on, on FDIC-insured deposits, there are a lot of people don't don't pay attention to that limitation. Correct. So you do have to be very, very careful. And, you know, for the real super conservative investor, the, the advice is to spread your money in different banking institutions so, you know, you are fully covered if you know if we, we do have a, a crazy crazy financial meltdown um problem is you know if, harry if the economy goes in the tank uh, if, if we have like you know a depression type of a situation you know even with this fdid fdic insurance i mean we're, we're still all going to take a, a brutal hit you know all of us well, I would think they got to, you know, print this money from somewhere. This money isn't just hanging around. If you if you have a bank that's failed and you're guaranteeing dollar for dollar, this this is many, many millions and it's going billions of dollars it's going to be. Sure. Well, you know, I, I question it. You know, where, where's the FDIC? Where's the government getting this money from? Well, it's just from the taxpayers or they're going to print it, right? Yeah. I don't think there's any other there's no, no other you know answer for that so and even when they print it i mean hypothetically it's the taxpayers because it becomes part of our debt that we're never going to be able to right, repay right right i mean yeah yeah and and spiraling out of control debt. i mean we didn't really talk about the ludicrous budget that, that biden presented oh. and yes it's dead on arrival but that's what they want that's what they want. Well, yeah, they were going to crush crush the rich who then would start closing companies and laying people off. And it would just be absolutely just like the, uh, the the boat tax here in New Jersey. Oh, look at us. We're going to balance the budget. Yeah. These rich people buying these boats. Well, we're putting a luxury tax on the boat. And I remember saying just as a little guy, hey, that's really stupid. Because what's going to happen is people like John Kerry, he bought his boat outside of Taxachusetts. He didn't buy it there. They're not going to buy these boats here. So we're going to be laying off the boat builders. And that's exactly what happened. Completely predictable. But it allowed them to fake balance a budget by anticipating revenue that I know they knew they would never, ever achieve. And that's that's Bidenomics. It's bad news all over the place. Oh, nobody over 400,000 will get taxed. Everybody would get hurt by that it would be disastrous and it would lead to many many layoffs many companies closing because you know this bob there are a lot of people out there they have a company that if the government turns to confiscation level taxation we talked about this the last time you and i had a call together how risk reward it's got to be there you can't make the risk unlimited and no chance for reward there, nobody's going to play in that in that space. These stupid people, so dumb. We'll be back. Don't go away, Bob Progner. You're truly early in the morning. 
This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Harry Hurley, 33 minutes past the hour. Three stories you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. So sad to report that the legendary Atlantic City Air Show announcer, we worked with him for so many years, good friend, Hattie McCann Jr., has passed away suddenly at the end of last week. Shocking. We have the story. We have rediscovered... Not by eating it, but we have rediscovered who made the first ever pizza in Atlantic City. And you better be ready because they're here. Robot chefs, robot servers, robot. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. We've got a nor'easter to talk about, impacting New Jersey over the next 36 hours or so. But this is not going to be a snow machine for South Jersey. We'll see drizzle and rain showers throughout the day today, high of 46 degrees. Rain gets steadier and heavier tonight, possibly mixing with snow after midnight, but also tapering off, low 37. Snow shower tomorrow, windy, high 42. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, great one. 39 minutes past the hour with Bob Progner. I am Hurley in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one. News Talk Radio Station, all because of you. All right, Bob, I want to turn it over to you. Take whatever time you shall consume. Tell us about the genesis of the Tucker Carlson exclusive event and anything that you want to share about it. Well, back in, I guess, in September or October, the uh, the president of uh, the James Madison Institute in Florida. Now, I, I'll just give you a brief story about James Madison Institute. It's, it, it's Florida's leading most influential conservative free market think tank and and again the 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 pillars that 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 this that this organization is based on is the promotion of liberty limited government personal responsibility and lower taxes and they've been influencing policy in florida not just you know, egghead type of crazy ideas. They influence lawmakers in Tallahassee. They're based in Tallahassee. And we've had decades of great governance here in Florida. It, it's not just, you know, the great governor we have now. Yeah, he's uh, once in a uh, Governor Scott was also great. And, and, and Jeb Bush, yeah. uh, you know, for... Yeah, low energy Jeb was actually an absolutely great governor. Yes, he was. Uh, he 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 lowered Jeb Bush lowered taxes and lowered spending more than any other governor in the United States during his his tenure. So you know he he did a great job here. Uh, I don't think he would have done done a very good job as president, but who knows? But anyway, uh, so and President uh, uh, Bob McClure. Uh, he, he knew that, that I had contact with Tucker, and you know, all I did, Harry, really was was send Tucker a, a long, long text with a big request, and, and you know, it, he uh, Tucker agreed to to do this annual Naples dinner, which is the, the their big fundraising event of the year. Tucker agreed to do it. Um, you know, the the organization really put it together. They they did the final work in terms of getting getting in contact with Tucker's producers with uh, making sure the dates would, would work uh, 
I did was essentially open the door to, to get Tucker to to appear at this event. That's all. Well, you say that, and you're very modest, and, and I appreciate the comment, but that was, you know, a big part of it. I mean, getting getting to him, uh, normally that's the kind of thing you'd have to go through this person or that person, and it, it may never, not even get to him. You just don't even know. You had the direct access, so I'm going to give you a big collar, and, and you've given rightful credit to the actual event organizers and all of that. So was the turnout... Was it a turnout that they that they wanted? Did, did, how did it all go? Yeah, it was it was a, a, just a, an awesome success. It was just phenomenally great. Uh, I, I I didn't get a count on on tables, Harry, but there 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 must there there were in excess of forty. They 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 were originally trying to get three hundred people. I, I know they got over four hundred people. It was an incredible success and and. You know the you know, Tucker's speech, the Q and A. I mean, it, it was just you know, you know, high energy, just it's super informative. You know, it, people were you know, very entertaining. You know, he was, you know, uh, you know, he had all sorts of, uh, you know, you, know you, you, you had to be there. It was, it was, it was just absolutely terrific. Uh, and by the way, that line is not off-putting. It's true. There are some things you have to be there. It doesn't translate in a debriefing. And I, I perfectly um, agree with that comment you made. You, t- you take, for example, and we, we have experience with it because we had Brian Kilmeade about five years ago. By the time he comes back, it's going to be close to five and a half, six years between appearances. When you get someone at that level, a Tucker Carlson, a Brian Kilmeade, and you are in an intimate crowd, even if it is like ours was like 250-ish, a little more, uh, this one, you're, you know, 400-ish, uh, even though it sounds like a lot of people, these are people that are usually talking to millions of people over the air uh, on the number one cable news channel on the planet. And when you can have that kind of intimate opportunity and you know how we do ours. Every single guest gets to meet Brian, uh, not just like a VIP, uh, you know, special little meet and greet. Every one of our guests gets a moment. They get the book signed because they each get a book. You've been there. They get it, you know, personalized and then they get a picture and, you know, can quickly say hello. Then you listen to the speech that they give and it's different. I think you're going to agree with this. It's different than watching their TV show. I don't want to say they're more, you know, unguarded or it's just different. Do you agree with that comment? Oh, oh, totally, totally. I mean, you know, there, there's some very colorful language. You yeah, normally... right. It's not the TV show. You get you get something beyond that. And, and you know, it's, it's all extemporaneous. You know, no notes, none. You know, and when somebody speaks from conviction, you can do that, right? You can you can, you can do that. You, you don't need you don't need to look at your binder like our press secretary uh. <laughs> that we're that we're exposed to all the time. But but you know uh, you know the um, do do me a favor. Let's get the last break in. When we come back, we're going to have about eight minutes uninterrupted, and I want to ask you basically to share what was the theme 
of Tucker's presentation and anything you want to share about the Q&A or anything else when we come back with Bob Progner. This is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Download the WPG Talk Radio app for your iPhone or Droid and take South Jersey's talk station wherever you go. Get free, unlimited South Jersey news right at your fingertips. Listen to and easily call all of your favorite local and national talk shows. Wake up with Harry Hurley using the alarm clock feature and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app for your iPhone or Droid. Download it now at WPGTalkRadio.com. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes before the top of the hour. A reminder, Mayor Kane reached out to me about an hour ago. He's unavailable at the start, and he's not sure if he's going to make it at all. So what I want to do, I'm predicting maybe this is serious enough that it'll be on time, but the, I've not seen Joe Biden. It's not a, it's not a, you know, a slight. It's just a truth. I've never seen him ever come out on time. Trump always came out on time. Obama was always late. George W. Bush always came out on time. Uh, Joe Biden is always late. I mean, it's just amazing. I don't know how they operate um, so sloppily, but if he's if he's there at nine, when I come back from the break, we'll join him. They call Jip, uh, join him in progress, JIP, uh, and we'll see what he has to say about the um, Silicon Valley Bank. He should also mention the New York-based Signature Bank. All right, so Bob, time is yours for the rest of the hour uh, in terms of what was if you had to sort of encapsulate what was the Tucker Carlson message. Well, the main theme of his speech was, you know, what has made Florida so special? And, you know, it's, it's of course, it's the lower taxes. It's the great weather in the winter. But I'll tell you, Harry, the, the weather in the summer, you know, if I had to choose a place to live year-round, I wouldn't live in Florida. So I don't think it's just the weather. And, and Tucker made that point. It's not just the lower taxes. It's not just the great weather. But it's it's the freedom people have here. You know, it's it's the coalescence of of like minded people coming to this state because they see it as a bastion of freedom. They see it as an opportunity to recreate America as it used to be. Uh, to get away from from the leftist anarchy that we see in these big cities. Uh, you know, it, it it and again in COVID, of course speeded that process up um, you know but uh, you know you know I can tell you that that uh, well for example and, and he, he made this point here that, and, and it you know it's not just you know in terms of real estate prices but this is one parameter in Naples Florida now Naples Florida real estate prices now are higher than Beverly Hills okay wow. and and, you know, again, well, Bob, I told you the one um, and I knew it even uh, when I texted you the year, I think it was 1998, whatever. Rush Limbaugh bought his home in Palm Beach for three point nine million dollars. And the late great Rush Limbaugh's widow just sold it end of last week for one hundred and fifty five million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, 
but again, you know, the, the, and, and Tucker made the point that, you know, he never goes to Palm Beach. He's in a very quiet part of Florida. Uh, he never goes to Palm Beach. He was in Palm Beach last week, and he saw eight people there while he was having breakfast that he didn't know they were there. They were friends of his. And, you know, it's it's people sitting around a breakfast table, you know, trying to come up with creative ways of making our country better. And, you know, he made the point, he said, you know, this felt like the, like I was in the capital of a new country. <laughs> so, wow. And, you know, we also talked about it, you know, it's a very interesting point in terms of the economics of blue states and red states. You know, Florida has a $22 billion surplus this year, and they've had surpluses year after year. The blue states, like Illinois, New Jersey, New York, California, they have huge unfunded pension liabilities Correct. that are coming due soon, yep. like, a, you know, like a locomotive just, yeah. And Tucker thought that, and I think this is absolutely correct here, you know, these states are going to ask for a federal bailout, and there's going to be a real problem with fiscally responsible states like Florida. Floridians are not going to be happy when they bail out irresponsible you know, governments in yes. New Jersey. And, and Bob, and, that's know. where the abuse of the pandemic because you couldn't say no to anything or you were a monster. People were dying. They took, they exploited that emergency for all it was worth. And then they want to make that the new philosophy of governance, the new operating philosophy of what you do. And of course, it's that's a joke because what do you do about the states that don't need a bailout? They're paying for states that are poorly managed. That's not fair. That's not right. No, it's it's well, you know, it's it's like like college loans and the college bailout, yeah. Harry. You know, yeah. you you do the right thing, you work hard, you either save for your kid's education or or the, the the student gets gets a job while he's going to college and pays for it all himself, and yeah. versus the people that take student loans and 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 now they get bailed out. Bob, it's so true, hundred uh, percent. Forty seconds, the music's playing us off the stage. What's your gut tell you? You have a lot of experience, a lot of success in business and industry as well is this a limited type of situation where it's silicon valley bank it's signature bank maybe a couple others or do you think we're in the beginning of a contagion well you know i I sure hope we don't we don't have a big uh, economic disaster here i i I don't think i don't think we're going to have another 2008 good good i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with that different conditions harry you know in florida we we had we had people buying homes here with no money down multiple multiple homes to be continued my friend we're at the finish line all right harry a town square media station everything you need to know in six minutes starts now the one time I didn't, I wanted him to be five minutes late. He comes, it was a few seconds late, maybe like nine o'clock and 20 seconds or something. And I thought, look at this, look at this. He's never on time. Well, he didn't disappoint. He read the teleprompter badly, stumbled stumbled and bumbled through it. Uh, doesn't know what he's reading, doesn't know what he's saying. And he did say exactly what I said he would do. And he even did the language that I predicted. 
unfortunately, the last administration rolled back some of the safeguards. So I do want to point out, he said that no taxpayer impact whatsoever, that the money will all come from the fees that banks pay. But let's wait and see how much this all is. This could go well beyond anything that that the usual bank fees would be able to to uh, to handle. So it was basically that everybody who has money in the uh, Silicon Valley Bank or the New York based Signature Bank, as of this morning, all of your money is there. No limits with the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar FDIC. Uh, it does not, he didn't say it, but what I had heard does not include stock and bond investors. They will not be covered, but your basic demand deposit accounts will be covered beyond the $250,000 FDIC limit, which is a very big deal for people that don't pay close attention to that and have perhaps millions, like we told you an example, we believe there's somebody that has 600 million uh, invested. Uh, they're going to be covered. It's not in stocks and bonds. It's uh, it's an asset that will be protected. And the thing to be to be mindful of, Silicon Valley Bank is the home of 40, 40, 40 or more percent of all startup companies in America. I told you, for example, one of my son's best friends did not get paid last Friday because the startup company that he works for couldn't pay because of Silicon Valley Bank. So it's it's serious. And then what I was mindful of, all right, here's one. What's going to happen from here? Then within 24 hours, the New York-based Signature Bank. So in 48 hours, there were two. Heavy emphasis that no costs will be borne by the taxpayers, but look, they're not they're not honest about stuff. So I don't know. I don't even know what that means. You're, you're going to tell me that fees are enough to pick up an untold amount. We don't know what the amount is. The other thing that we have to figure out is why did they pay bonuses hours before they collapsed? Uh, something very, in my mind, very inappropriate about that. Why did somebody sell a whole bunch of it right before the collapse? That, and at a high level, that doesn't look good. And what happened to $220 billion in assets? Now, I heard some of the explanation, not from the president, but from some of the business people. I see Charles Payne is just going bananas right now. Incidentally, it is the 16th largest bank in the United States to ever collapse. It's no joke. Now, there's there's a fellow who is um, extremely well-invested, uh, a billionaire, hedge fund manager, investor by the name of Bill Ackman. And let me tell you what he said, and I, I think he's um, spot on. Hold on a second. I have it here in the a trusty H-phone. He said this morning, and I didn't like it, but I think he's right. More banks will likely fail despite the intervention, but we now have a clear roadmap 
for how the government will manage them. Now, I want you to understand those comments preceded President Biden's, but President Biden didn't say anything different than what was already put out there. It was put out there that everybody will be made whole that has deposits in the bank and that it will not be a taxpayer expense, which I don't believe that because I think it's going to become a number that nothing short of that would be possible to um, to fund it. I mean, you, you, you know, to pay to give the people before the government made the leak. They said the president would be speaking at nine o'clock on Monday morning. I think they initially said eight, but nine o'clock Monday morning. They also made it clear that people would be paid beyond the FDIC limit, insurance limit, because you can imagine the thing that happens in these occasions. If you take a bank, a bank is investing that the if everybody wanted their money at exactly the same second, a run on a bank, that's not there. They have a they have a formula that they use, a certain percentage, 70, 30 or whatever it is uh, that is used so that it's fine. The normal activity that takes place. But if you if you like, as I do the movie, it's a wonderful life. If everybody comes at the same time and wants everything that they have in the bank, that's when George Bailey is saying, come on, how much do you need today? I want it all. So he gave it all to them. You know, how much do you need today? Well, I just need $20. Here you go. That's more like it. So then everybody is, you know, some are want it all and say they need it all. And he, he gives it to them. And then some needed $10, $20, $40, this kind of thing. But if you, if everybody came for everything, it's not there. It's there on paper. But it's invested, it's in construction, if you're doing loans for homes and commercial properties, whatever. So there there lies the challenge. And why I think it was very important, and some people will disagree with this decision to make everybody whole. But if people think that's the way it's going to go, then they rest easy. They don't go run on the bank. But if you get many, many runs on a bunch of banks, they're all going to go down. One by one, they'll topple. And then I don't think this program of paying dollar for dollar with no limits would would be would be feasible. I don't I just don't think it would be. If you want to jump in, it's bonus open forum. Mayor Kane is in a meeting uh, that may or may not get done at all during today's program. So he may be with us for an abbreviated part of the hour. But for right now, let's say it's wide open forum if you'd like to jump in. It doesn't have to be on this topic, but I thought it was important, obviously, to cover because it's going to be um, an indication of what we can expect today. I will tell you the Dow futures are down 205 as we speak. And the uh, the stock market will open in just over 15 minutes from now. 609-407-1450. In between your calls, I'm going to further the point that guest listener George brought up a little earlier in the program about is Biden jumping away from the Obama influence in his White House? I think the answer is provably yes. 
just him approving this major oil project in Alaska. That would not have happened over the past couple of years. That would not have happened with the man they call the prime minister, Ron Klain. Uh, And there are other examples that are going on right now. I honestly think this would have been handled differently if the president is not looking towards his reelection. This is, I'll tell you what, this is a real test. If this can be contained and does not turn out to be a full-blown contagion, I will tell you the Asian markets overnight, very jittery because, whoa, an American bank has failed. And keep in mind, this is the first time in 15 years. And I know that we have this ability as humans to forget what that was like. I, I have to tell you, I just did too many hours on air on what was going on in 2008, 2009 to ever forget it. I mean, at every level, the lending that wasn't there, credit cards being canceled, even by pay- people that ne- never were late on a single payment, credit lines getting demolished to just barely above what you owe. Like they keep the account open, you owe $4,000, you knew credit limits 4100 but it used to be 10,000 or 20,000 big big stuff that we don't we don't ever in our lifetime ever want to see that again i can't explain why at the moment i don't feel like this is 2008 2009 revisited maybe it's because i won't let myself go there because what happened then atlantic city had the highest unemployment rate in america Atlanta County. Atlanta County had the highest home foreclosure rate in America. You see, we we tend to be recession-proof during some things. Like right now, our real estate, the value has been holding beautifully, while other areas of the country getting hit very, very hard. I know someone that had a $650,000 house that's now appraised at 400000 I mean, in some areas, it's dramatic what has happened. We went to Zillow uh, during Jim Malamut's program, and our property's actually up 0.6%. But in fairness, it was down 0.7% over the past six months. So it's basically a, a rounding error. It's basically flat. But that's a win with what's happening in many other markets. So we don't want any of that, again, where you can't get a loan if you need it. You can't get credit if you want a line of credit, that your credit limits get decreased. We don't, we just, we, we, we've been to this movie and it was bad. We don't want to go there again. So I'm, I'm rooting for the president, uh, to pull us out of this because if we start, uh, I will tell you this, I will revise and extend my remarks if we hear by sometime later today or in the near future, a number of other banks that have come out and said that we have failed and that the government is taking them over and liquidating their assets and doing this whole, you know, dance again and again and again. Uh, my hope is that I know hope is not a strategy, but my hope and prayers are that we're not going there again. Nobody needs that. We'll be back. 609-407-1450. Your phone lines are open. Your phone calls are next. 
Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you for that and welcome back. 24 minutes past the hour as promised. Wide open forum bonus because Mayor Kane is unavoidably detained possibly for the whole hour. So let's just... um We'll just go as we go. 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. John, I, I'm disappointed that Mayor Kane uh, was not on, but I, I hope they didn't have a Kane mutiny at his uh, dealership. That would be terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm going to say no to that. It's, it's going to be okay, but that's good. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, it is a great day in Brigantine, but it, it was a great day in Sarasota this weekend and in Naples. Um, I, I want to thank uh, Bob and Cindy, who were gracious hosts. Uh, you know, Harry, you could live in worse places. But Bob was correct about the weather. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, it's March there. It's March everywhere. But, you know, you're in March and you walk out the front door at certain times and boy, that's, uh, it is hot. Already, you know, you're in the 80s. So I can imagine what it's like in the summer. Well, you know what I do? I go July every year, uh, and I, I don't I don't know if it's my running days or what does it, but Margie and I, we, we handle the heat. We're, we walk five miles. We're out there all day. I don't know why, but the expression, we can take the heat. But I agree. I wouldn't want to live in Florida in the summer, but the the – the concept of here for most of the year and there for the winter, very appealing. Well, um, you know, we were, we're literally steps away from the Gulf of Mexico uh, in Sarasota, uh, Siesta Key. And, um, uh, you know, Bob had been talking uh, prior about the, the red uh, tide they had down there. Yes. So... Um, uh, the beach was uh, the first day I walked on the beach. It, there really wasn't a smell, but the second day there was, and I mean the fish were just there were dead fish all over the beaches. And you know, I guess the seagulls have a field day when when there are no people around. You know, free food. But um, I I wanted to talk about Tucker and uh, just as a person and. Um, you know, I, I haven't been on a vacation in 10 years, and Bob graciously invited me to come down to this event. Um, and, you know, it, it just couldn't have gone better. We had um, our table was right next to Tucker's uh, at the front, of, right near the stage. Um, I got the opportunity to uh, beat Tucker, to have my picture taken with him. I, I thanked him for what he does, shook his hand, thanked him for what he does. But I also gave him another thank you for following the plight of the whales. And, and just this past week, um, he actually uh, did one night where he focused on what was happening in Brigantine. So I let him know that, that I was from Brigantine. And, you know, we talked for a minute, but uh, laughing, smiling, put his arm around me, yucking it up for the camera. This is a guy who is completely, he, he's the textbook definition of unpretentious. He is as he appears. He makes, um, it's not like a fake 
personality that he has on his show. He is just as he appears. He's gracious. He's funny. He's affable, personable. Um, uh, you know, the real deal. You're just totally unpretentious. You can't, you always say, Harry, there's just some things you can't fake. Yep. Uh, He's always, and, and by the way, he's uh, always been that way when he had a small audience and wore a bow tie on MSNBC to when he had the number one ratings. Now, uh, amazingly, the five does, which is really a supernatural because there's not as many viewers at five as there are in primetime. It's really I, I I can't even tell you in terms of industry terms how amazing that is. But he's the same when he had no ratings as when he has top ratings. He's just a good man. He's a great guy. Yeah, he. Yeah, I I I uh, uh, chalk it up to good parenting. Uh, he he is totally unaffected by his wealth and his popularity, his fame. Um, you know, he, uh, what does he do when he, when he has downtime? He, he goes off into the, into the wilderness. He's, he's fishing, he's hunting. He's just a, a, a real person. I, I got an opportunity after his, uh, and I don't want to call it a speech because it was just, he, he has this quality that Donald Trump has where he could just talk. As Bob said, when you have command of the issues, when you, when you have, um, the, 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 the knowledge of the English language, when you have the courage of your convictions, you can speak extemporaneously and and and, and at length. And so after after his talk, uh, he took three audience questions, and I was lucky enough to have the first one. So to to speak to him, to address him. And, you know, he didn't blow the question off. He answered the question. He, in fact, he spoke for probably three or four minutes to address my question and looked me in the eye the whole time. Just very, very natural, very comfortable. So it, it gives me a greater respect for him and, and what he does. And, and, and now having seen that firsthand, it's no surprise why he is where he is. Um, you know, I worked in radio for decades so have you. You know, there are a lot of phonies out there. There are people who, who have stage names and they're, they're a different personality. They're a different person when they're on the air than when they're off the air. Uh, he's, he's the same on and off. It's, it, really, it really was refreshing and I thoroughly enjoyed the experience. So again, thanks to Bob and, and Cindy. Uh, uh, it, was, it was a great time. And I mean, the Ritz-Carlton in Naples, Harry, they had the Royal Palms lining the driveway as you drove up. It was like entering, you know, Beverly Hills. And when you left, they're all lighted up. You know, they have the white lights around the the palm tree. I love that. Absolutely gorgeous facility. Gorgeous facility, yeah. Good to hear, Andy. Thank you. I'm glad you had a possibly once-in-a-lifetime experience because not only getting to see him, but in such an intimate uh, type of situation, regardless of whether you were one of 400, that is extremely intimate when you're dealing with someone that counts as viewers by the uh, by the millions each night. So good stuff, and I'm, I'm glad that you uh, had the opportunity to talk about it. Thanks, Andy. We come back from break to Linda, and then Craig, don't go away. It's Wide Open Forum, bonus open forum on Hurley in the Morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95 because of you, South Jersey's number one news talk radio station. Hey, do me a favor. If you haven't done it yet, and I, I usually just ask you to just check it a couple times during the day because we're always putting up new digital content. 
you know, that's the one thing that nobody can take away from all of our content creators and our digital managing editor, Chelsea. It's always new content every single day. And we just, I came up with something because of two different people that pointed me towards it to be able to rediscover the first pizza in Atlantic City was such a cool story to tell. So go to the app, go to the website, WPGTalkRadio.com, whichever way you, you prefer to navigate on your digital devices. Check that out. And we've got a bunch more, including the very sad and unexpected passing. This guy was vital and just this was shocking that the voice of the Atlantic City Air Show, because I, I don't ever pretend we're there, but I don't ever pretend to be the voice. Howie McCann Jr. made it like you were there and totally unexpectedly he passed away on Thursday of last week. Shocking development. We write about that and a whole bunch more. Uh, are you ready for your robot chef? Because they're here. Your robot server. I actually have a photo of um, my niece's husband being served by a robot server. It's getting crazy. Uh, robot cleaners. We, we did that story back in 2021. And you can go in the archives. Well, I think I put a link to it, but in the article, but if I didn't, it, it's in the archives. Sam's Wholesale Club with the robot that cleans the floors. A listener wrote me after reading the story and said she knew the person who lost their job in Egg Harbor Township because of that. This thing is, it looks like a riding machine, but there's no person on it. It's mapped out to clean the entire Sam's Wholesale Club in Egg Harbor Township. It doesn't bump into you. It doesn't bump into any barriers, into any shelving. It's amazing. But again, this is going to require retraining because jobs, uh, front desk agents, front desk or rather hotel cleaning, housekeeping attendants, this is happening all over the country, all over the world, where there are jobs that have been in existence for generations that are gone and more that will follow. The job of toll taker, it's almost gone. And, and we know the state has said that they're removing all toll takers. There's, there won't be the cash lane anymore. You'll just have to deal with it. If your easy pass is not recharged or you don't have one, you, you know, you're going to have to figure it all out because there's not going to be the ability to go into the cash lane. That's another position. Look at casinos that had the change attendance. That was a job for decades. Forget about it. You don't, you put your thing right into the machine and away you go. No heavy coin carts and all that. So. We got to keep on all this and figure out if you're in a classification. We also give you in that article a list of vocations that might not exist in the not too distant future. So if you're in one of those and you expect to be working for a certain number of years in the future, you're going to want to be taking a look at maybe the ideal tech school and some other adult retraining opportunities where you can find something that uh in terms of technological advances and the way that just society is evolving, jobs that will be, there will be many great jobs. Just some of the jobs that have been here seemingly forever are not going to exist. Your calls continue right after this. 
the next time we're together on the Monday edition of the Brian Kilmeade Show, we'll have Benjamin Hall, a war reporter's mission to make it home. The name of the book is saved. You know his story. You'll get great insight as we can relax and go over it on radio. And then Michael Goodwin from the New York Post put in perspective. The fact is, it could in fact be an indictment for Donald Trump and admission to the presidential race for Ron DeSantis. Don't miss a minute of the Brian Kilmeade Show. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And that's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. For complete contest rules, visit WPGTalkRadio.com. I just saw a story during the break, literally a minute or two before we were coming back live here with you now. And Linda is next. Craig is after that. You can join us at 609-407-1450. This is exactly the kind of story that I detest. An airline, I'm not familiar which one, but I'm going to make it my business to find out which one, told passengers that they had to delete photos uh, from their phone on their plane that showed the, um, what do you want to call it, the um, the aftermath of heavy turbulence that the plane had experienced. And, and it was a mess. I mean, there was food all over the place, containers, schmutz, uh, plastic utensils, just trash. I mean, it was all over the place, down the on the seats and uh, all down the uh, walkway. You can't, you know, this is still America. It's not China. It's not North Korea. You know, you're not supposed to film like in the cockpit and things like that. They can tell you not to take certain photos. But to my knowledge, I mean, people take pictures out the window all the time, uh, take selfies of themselves in their seats. And it's still America. They're trying to make it, though, that things that you've always been able to do somehow now are improper, out of bounds. Uh, look, the plane had turbulence. So you know what you know what's going to happen. You've been on a plane. I've been on a plane that I thought was actually going to crash. You drop out of the sky like you can't believe it. It's very jarring. And the, uh, have you ever had it? We have. Margie will tell you. She was terrified. It was it was a har- harrowing experience. The, the compartments open up. Some, sometimes uh, suitcases fall out and other little bags are up there above your seat. So you had turbulence and there's trash on the plane. That's not a, that's not an invitation to tell someone delete the photo. And by always remember, if somebody tells you to delete something, unless you don't have the technology that I'm about to say, but most do, uh, if you're on the cloud, you've got 30 days to, to go get that picture back, recently deleted photos. But this is not a good sign when you have this kind of autocratic stuff that's going on. You might think that's small, but I'm telling you, this is how they get away with the big things because they incrementally do these types of things. Linda, welcome to the program. Good morning, Harry. Good Today. morning. I think. That was very nice of Bob. <laughs> yeah, really. I was, but first I want to say it was very nice of Bob Progner. He's, he's a, a patriot. Oh, he's a, a nice guy. He's a beautiful man. His invitations were nice. Yes. No, smart guy. Wish I could have gone. And Craig, you're smart too. <laughs> I know. I know you did. And uh, but I believe Seth Grossman uh, went too. I, Seth I, was, I was there. Bob show. invited Seth as well, invited yeah. me. And unfortunately, I was... Um, at Harris at a um, a Republican event that I had promised I would 
be on a panel and you know I, I wasn't and unfortunately I didn't do what because somebody else canceled if I had canceled it would have been two out of four that canceled so it, one canceling was no big deal it was still three of us two would have been it wouldn't wouldn't have been a panel it would have been would have been bad so you, you give your word you got to keep it the one came before the other Harry our our uh, banking pretty much our brokerage house is Fidelity yeah and we are and through Fidelity we are dealing with so many banks oh yeah and it's like what by how bob had expressed it and 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 of course you know well you want to check um, it out because i know someone that did not get paid on friday because they're a startup company uh directly affected by silicon valley bank uh and if you're a startup company you got about a four or five out of ten chance uh that you will be affected by it now fortunately the government is saying that all demand deposit accounts will be made whole uh, to 100%. That's very, very fortunate because the people started the weekend believing that maybe they were only going to have about 50 cents on the dollar. I asked Bob this question. I'm going to ask you, Linda. And I asked it of Chuck Malamut Saturday night when we went out to dinner. First at Silicon Valley Bank, I said, what's the chances, Chuck? This is the only bank I said, you know, I, I I just I worry about this kind of thing that it just can't be one. Then 24 hours later, it's Signature Bank based out of New York. And then there were two. I, I'm I'm just going to stick my neck out and say I can't believe that there won't be others. I just pray that this is not revisiting 2008, 2009 stuff because that was unpleasant is an understatement. Well, do you remember 2000? Of course you remember 2008. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and yep. Barney Franks. I oh, forget yeah. the other person who was in Hey, hey by, by the way, this is and, kind of interesting because he's the guy that said that, you know, uh, if you die, you you should give all your money to the government. You shouldn't be able to leave it to your spouse or your children, your grandchildren. This fool, this anti-capitalist fool is on the board of directors of this um, signature bank that failed. What a surprise. Really? Yes, that's Barney not being, Frank? that's not being, Barney Frank, that's not being reported. And so I give myself a little budroom. I think it's, it's a signature, but it's one or the other. I, I, I won't say a hundred percent that it's signature bank, but I think it is, but one or the other, there's only two. He's on the board of directors of a bank that has just failed. And he's so anti-capitalist that it, but he's very, it's like Bernie. It's like Bernie. He's anti-capitalist, except when he's making millions selling his books. It's just, it's, it's nauseating. <clears throat> Do you remember at that time, uh, in 2008, that uh, John McCain was winning the election? Oh yeah, absolutely. He had won New Hampshire. And then what? Yeah. Then what happened? Well, I remember what happened. The housing market fell. <laughs> the housing market fell, but also let's not take politics out of it. The Bushies that are usually pretty dignified. They viciously went after McCain. They crushed him. So it's what you're saying, but I remember vividly uh, calling balls and strikes at that time. They went after McCain big time. Uh, but yeah, he won New Hampshire, and you know they were they they thought they had a shot. They thought they had a shot at the nomination. And then it all went south. Yep. <clears throat> so. Yeah, well, now I've got a frog in my throat. It's okay. Harry, so I'm going to. All right, Linda. All righty. It's always good to talk to you. Be well. Craig, I must ask you to wait until after the break. 
without apologies because these are the things that make it possible for us to be in year 31 together. So let's not um, think of it as a negative. Let's rejoice. Let's celebrate those who make it possible for us to be able to do this together. With Craig Tanzola, who joins the airways next, I am respectfully yours. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. LD. WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. How far will the left go to win 2024? Will they send out more stimulus checks, pass more student loan bailouts, or give away trillions more to left-wing groups? The simple truth is they don't care if your retirement is eroded down to a fraction of its value. They just want to win. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. I want to encourage you to diversify your 401k or IRA out of paper assets and in to a physical gold IRA. And the only company I recommend for gold IRAs is conservative owned Birch Gold Group. To learn more, text the word protect to 989898 to get their free info kit on gold IRAs. Do this now before Democrats have a chance to legislate away your life savings. Get your free info kit on gold IRAs by texting PROTECT to the number 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. So use your agency. Take action now. Text the word PROTECT to the number 989898. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I thank you very much. Yes, don't miss Brian, but stay right here. We'll take you right to Brian Kilmeade at six minutes past the top of the hour. Ladies and gentlemen, he's been waiting, and he is here. He has arrived to participate, to share his wisdom. The leader of, well, he's the official formal attire provider for yours truly so we're always so grateful about that but he's even a better person craig it is your turn to play go well thank you and uh you know harry i don't mind ever waiting for your uh people that sponsor this show you know i had one time uh paul damato in my store and we so both agreed we need you, and oh. we love the sponsors that support you. So that's as important as you being you, on, because without them, like you said, how do you stay on? Oh, that's very kind. And Thank you for that. And, I, and I'm going to briefly just say, uh, Sal Spina, brother, I've watched you from before you were a graduate in high school. Boy, have you matured and grown. I'm so proud of you. Oh, let me let me and, comment now that you give me this opportunity. Uh, he is an outstanding general manager. You know, I've been to a lot of places and uh, he his attention to detail, his attentiveness to the customers, uh, the entire vibe, the ambiance in his restaurant it, he he is a terrific general manager oh harry you know when you walk into a restaurant first of all it starts at the top so how does sal come into that restaurant when you saw him how did he look oh he's dressed to the nines pocket square in his in his suit jacket perfect suit perfect matching tie shirt was immaculate uh everything about it the suit you know looked like it, it came off you know the press uh, he was waiting for us right at the Mater D podium. Uh, you know, gracious. 
perfect welcome reception. I, I was just showing Chelsea here, my my friend and my colleague, uh, that I had literally run into Kelsey Grammer. The next thing I do is I come right over to uh, to Sal. It was just a magical night, and you know, so the, he's he's. Um, He's impeccable, and it carries through to all the different staff members. For example, we had uh, a server by the name of Cody who I met for the first time. Just a home run. I mean, couldn't couldn't have been better. Oh, yeah. oh, and by the way, don't forget he has the wine knowledge of a sommelier. So a lot of your your restaurant managers, restaurant general managers, and not all restaurant managers get the title general managers. Uh, you know that. Sal does have the title general manager. So th- that that's a one-up right there. But his wine knowledge is at the, I mean, 99.9% level in terms of product knowledge. And that's one of the best steakhouses in the country, by the way, that anybody doesn't know that. There's no and question. Also to be- I, I had a lobster tail that was like had its own zip code. This thing, I could have wrote him like secretariat. I, I, I only could eat half of it. I don't, I almost never take food home. I, I took the, I took it home. I mean, there was half of it left and it was fantastic. It was perfect. So yeah, yeah, it was, um, it was a great experience. Yeah. And, 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 you know, of all the people, and I'm just, then I'm going to get on here, but of all, you know, Anybody that doesn't know, Golden Nugget, they own more steak companies like Morton's, Chart House, Vic and Anthony's. So, you know, they own a lot. So for Sal to be picked for their top, okay, uh, I got to tell you, it just makes me my heart so warm because I've known him for so long. And to see him groomed like that. And, and Kevin Skull, you did an outstanding job selecting him. And by the uh, way, you know, his wine knowledge comes from Napa Valley, uh, all the best vineyards in California. I mean, he knows every possible, you know, bottle of wine that there is at all the different price points. And of course, I'm speaking about that as somebody that drank the filtered water. I didn't even want bottled water. They said, you want bottled water? No. You want the carbonated water? No. I said, filtered water is fine. And uh, But I bring up his knowledge because he's great at pairing the meal with the proper bottle of wine. It's just a nice, it's a nice talent that he has that most general managers have very limited. They know a little bit whatever's on the menu and if there's a recommendation to pair it with this type of wine, whether it's a white wine or, you know, whatever. Uh, but he, he actually knows. It's 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 an extra bonus that you get. All right, so what else do you have? Sal, I, we, we concur. Well, Sal's a great guy and I'm glad okay. you brought him up. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I want to agree with you about the pardon with the hunter. And then I want to move on to Mr. Epstein. Yeah, I wish he would. Remember, Harry Hurley, life coach. In my next life, I'm going to be a life coach. President Biden should take my advice, pardon his son, uh, actually allow him to be convicted of just nonsense. Uh, Everything else in a wraparound, you know, complete... uh, Unbreakable. If you watch the movie Intolerable Cruelty with uh, George Clooney and Catherine Zeta-Jones, the Massey prenup, make it impenetrable. He can never be charged for all the serious stuff. They convict him of goofy stuff. And right after the election, win or lose, and if he doesn't run right after, you know, whatever, right after the election, you pardon your son. He'll be out on appeal. He'll never step into jail cell a day in his life. You'll get all the other stuff taken care of. 
And honestly, nobody will hold it against them uh, unless you don't have a heart. Because if if I was had the power of pardon, I'd pardon my son, too. I've made that comment a hundred times. He should listen to me. That is good advice right there. Tell the FBI you've been waiting five years. Just convict them of the gun or of, you know, uh, tax evasion. Uh, He's never going to go to jail. Whatever the sentence is, it doesn't matter. He won't go to the sentencing. It'll all just happen. They they, they throw out all the other stuff. He gets pardoned and, you know, boom, no record, no, no fuss, no muss. I like to touch on Dr. Fauci and Epstein real quick. Yeah. Uh, the oxy, uh, I, you might have to help me with this word, that oxychloroquine, is it the tablets that Trump was talking about? Hydroxychloroquine. Thank you so much. I am here to help. And thank you. I appreciate My it pleasure. so much. You always help me thank with you. that. I'm happy and, to. And, and, I'm, and for those that don't know, I have a hard time pronouncing words. Oh, you okay, do just fine. No what you, you can, so, I can help. So no problem. Thank you. I appreciate that. 2005, Dr. Fauci came out and said that that was a, a viable drug, just so you know. To, of course he did. Actually, right. Then, then, they, then they lie and say you're taking horse medicine. They're dishonest people, Craig. We know that. They're horrible. They're just terrible people, and they know they're lying, but they do it anyhow. And so I want to talk about Epstein and then our ex-attorney general, uh, uh, William Barr, who said that there's no way we have the tapes of anybody coming from into that cell. Okay, that means from outside. But what they're not showing is in my tinfoil hat group, (laughs) showing the tapes of the behind the cell where the convicts are. Let's see those tapes. Maybe a convict you know, choked him to death. What do you think, Harry? Not too out of, out of our mind here. The, the Clintons in the last year, they just had three more suicides of people they know. I don't know what that adds up to right now. Is that 60 or 70? I don't know, Harry. Do you? I don't, but it's, it's, you're in the ballpark, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I said 60. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, I wanted to leave you with that part, you know, with the Epstein thing, because I think let me before you go, let me give you the the question that I've been giving to all our smart people. And that is, do you think this is a one or two off, meaning just Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank? Or do you think this is going to resemble anything like 2008? Okay, I'm so happy you asked that question. Thank you. Okay, and and, and I'm just going to say this. People, look up the word chat GBT for artificial intelligence. You'll understand that your life is going to be taken away from you. But with to your answer, I think we're in trouble. And I've also heard in my tinfoil hat group that maybe a WF bank, and you know who that is. Oh, boy. Okay, I don't want to say it, but in my opinion, that's what I heard, that they may be in trouble, too. So, Harry, let's talk about that Silicon Valley Bank. Look, they, they, 250 is insured, but they said, hey, guess, guess what, everybody? If you got a million, we're going to insure you. But there won't be anything left over because the federal government can only handle about three of those size banks going down. So, if, if we have a run, like you said... We're in huge trouble. Uh, so I would say to your listeners, put some cash to the side. Don't leave it in the bank. Grab some, put it in the house. And if you have a gun, keep it by there and because uh, you'll need it. And uh, 
we're, I think we could have a little bit more trouble than you think there, Harry. Well, I hope not. I, I Listen, I, I, I'm not surprised if we do. I'm, I'm more worried that we do have more trouble on our hands than that this is going to be limited to just this. It, I can't believe in 48 hours that the only two would be, you know, would would be, would be known. I, I just believe there's got to be more. Craig, listen, let me let me close out here. I've got thank a couple you so things. Much. Yeah, thank you. I got a couple things I want to share. So I was checking my Facebook um, newsfeed and about 51 minutes ago, but I only saw it during the last break. One of my friends on Facebook, I'll, I'll say Karen, wrote, I've never seen Charles Payne this fired up. These banks collapsing. Dot, 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 dot. Now, I told you I had the sound down, but I saw Charles Payne going off. I can read lips really well, actually. And I saw his body language, and he was flailing, and he was going off. Uh I don't want it to be true. I know there are people that just want everything to go as bad as it can while Biden is president so we can make sure that he's gone. I I would only say to that, he's already done enough bad things. I I never believe in rooting against our country. I, I, I don't know about you. I can't do it. I don't want our financial institutions to collapse. I don't want people to be financially uh, in, in bad in, in bad shape. And keep in mind, it's already terrible. Let's not forget, 70-some percent of the American people are living paycheck to paycheck. I'm going to tell you something right now. This is really before um, this whole Silicon Valley Bank and the second bank wasn't even known when I was making my presentation this weekend. And there were people that not, didn't seem like the audience, but there were people, uh, panel and maybe even the moderator, that didn't agree with my focus on economics. And I said, look, I said, I just remember what this was like when this area had the highest home foreclosure rate in America and we had the highest unemployment rate in America and I know there are people, because I've talked to them, that are skipping medication, cutting pills in half, being told to skip breakfast to save money. Disgraceful things that are being suggested. How about we make this the country it can always be when we, when we employ the right types of operating policies – we don't even have to talk about this kind of stuff. We'll have low interest rates. We'll have low inflation. Wages will be able to keep up with inflation. All the things that aren't happening. And again, I don't know if you noticed, but the price of a gallon of gasoline is up over 30 cents, seemingly in a week. I thought there was a chance. Oh, my goodness, this is great. It might be under $2. Now, I don't use that gas that's under $2 or at three oh five. But mine was under four, which made me happy. So then all of a sudden, lickety split, it's back up 30 cents. So it has a whole lot of work to, do, to go. And now with these blends that they make the different states have to have, California especially, they don't expect it anytime soon. Well, we've hit the finish line. Brian Kilmeade is next. Uh, reminder, 